consequence as a African-American who is a student of politics. Trying to come up with the answer is painful. To see this as I walk towards the evening of my life. Um, it makes me want to work night and day for the rest of my life to try to make sure that um, we make the best of the situation. This is bigger than Trump. This is about the soul of our democracy. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you've been listening to this podcast, we are the Better Than You pod. Coming back to you on another week, uh, what you just heard was the words of the Honorable Elijah Cummings, who uh, passed on October 17th. Uh, definitely want to take some time and get into it. Let's just go around the room real quick. B, how you doing? Everything is good, man. You already know me. No doubt. Joe. Oh, yo, hold up, hold up. Shouts to the NBA opening night, you know what I mean? Okay, Joe, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm good, man. Shit, I was watching the opening night shit, too, man. It was cool seeing the folks get their ranks in. Kyle Lowry, fucking call out for that band of the trial. Shout out to Kyle Lowry, man. He was born on March 25th and shit, just like me. That's a great fucking day, man. Just legends and shit. (laughs) Yo, Ant, what's good? I'm good, man. just want to thank Mr. Elijah Cummings for everything that he's done. Rest in peace, my man. Well, it's a good segue right back into that. Um, as I was saying before, the, the words that you just heard was from a Showtime special with Elijah Cummings speaking of, uh, about some of the foolishness Trump was doing at the time. But just in case everybody's not aware. At the time. Most of you, yeah, at the, at the time. Um, <laughs> Nigga, now. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> some shit every day with him. <laughs> but uh, Elijah Cummings, uh, as I said, he passed on October 17th. Uh, he, most of you and everybody should know, you should have already gotten your Googles up if you wasn't aware already, that he was the, um, served in Congress, United States House of Representatives, Maryland's 7th Congressional District. Uh, he was a man that graduated from HBCU. Shout out to HU, Howard University. He was also the chair of the uh, Committee on Oversight and Reform. Um, and, there, and there's just so much. I want to make sure we hit the correct points. I'm just giving you the bullet points of where he was when he passed. But, you know, let's speak, let's speak on um, Elijah Cummings. All right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know where to go with it. The dude, was a, the dude was a lion, really. You know what I mean? Um. The thing that he used to do, to be honest with you, this is the this the thing probably that he's probably remember, remember for the most, and probably I'll remember him for the most is um, he always be saying, "Come on now, come on, man," you know what I mean? Like he'll get in front of Congress, he'll sit on his in his chair in front of all the con- congressional, and as soon as they start saying some bullshit or it gets too political, or people start lying and all the rest of that stuff, like he'd be like, "Come on, man." Come on now. Like, he always says shit like that. And I, like, I hear it in my voice. Like, mm-hmm. I hear his voice in my head saying this shit to people. And it was it was his call to, like, 
stop being political and actually yeah. to tell the truth. You know what I mean? Stop the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really know much, too much about Elijah Cummings. Baltimore but nigga, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that. I actually got to actually read up a little more on him after I saw how well he handled um the hearing with um with Michael Cohen, um Trump's old lawyer, or whatever. And like you said, that come on man stuff was pretty much him just saying like you, you don't like fuck this political shit because behind the scenes half the motherfuckers across the board they were like friends they were cool i mean that's something i had learned about him that he was one of the folks that would like frequently like reach out to the other side or whatever and yeah, just have like yeah. these relationships but he always stayed true to where he was from and who he was representing so i mean like you said that man's a lion you know god bless that man and um geez i say may like rest in peace i don't know if anybody else has anything else to add exactly on him, you know what I'm saying, right now. Biggest saying. Nah. Well, <laughs> not that. I think the thing that you got to take away from his time in Congress more than anything else is that as much as we really ask and beg and plead for an honest politician, he really seemed to be that way just as a person, as a human being, and he reflected that. And the the nature of the way he went about things, he was only combative when necessary. He always tried to pull things aside and try to make things right. Even when Donald Trump basically called like Baltimore like a rat infested city, he didn't dive down into the garbage with him. He's like like the city's grown, we're doing the best we can with it, so on and so forth. He always tried to stay above it. He always tried to bring people together because he just he always wanted to do the right thing. And I understand what Brian was saying about, you know, his speech pattern and everything else like that, because he was, he was an honest, he was an honest politician. He spoke the way he spoke. It wasn't in uh, like trivial facts or rhetoric or anything else like that. He was very straightforward. He always spoke his mind, but most important anything, he just wanted to get things done. And to lose a guy like that, I mean, I mean, because of his health and everything else like that, it's, it's definitely a sad thing. I hope someone's able to like fill in the gap in the void, but. Uh, just the way that you know politics working now, we're definitely going to miss somebody like him. You know, I had seen, I uh, had heard that uh, his wife, uh, her name is Maya, actually heard that she might be thinking about running for his seat. I don't know mm-hmm. um, how far along she is in that thought, but I heard that um, is like a possibility. So I mean, mm-hmm. that would that would you know be dope. You know what I'm saying? If she like held his values and all yeah. that stuff and could carry it on. I mean, I would look, you know, it's just to pick up yeah. that mantle. If not her, then maybe somebody that, you know, maybe come came up under him, you know what I'm saying? That they could, like, right. uh, that had, like, you know, like maybe and the there same are some, relationship like that. And there are some, like, he he, he did, you know, there he does have, you know, like, sometimes, uh, somebody went once time told me, he said, I judge leaders by, you know, their sons, you know what I mean? Or daughters, you know what I mean? Like, who they grow and he definitely had groomed some people. I don't know all of their names, but I always saw them around him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Handling things for him, especially the more sick he got. Um, yeah. There was this woman that was always around him that that would handle uh, everybody the more sick he got. Because, he, you know, he had been sick for a little while, just to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, I never really kind of paid attention to to how sick he might have been. Because it never really seemed like it was affecting him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... Because he would just sit there and just command respect, and then he'd be doing articles. I mean, he he would he would do the news shows, and he would command respect. So you know, you never really saw um, 
you don't you don't really see like a politician like just walking around. You know what I mean? And if you do, uh, then you know obviously they want you to see them like that. You know what I mean? And so he wasn't one of those guys that you saw like that. And so I didn't I never really knew how how sick he was, but I knew that he commanded respect. And like Joe said, man, he absolutely did, man. He had some really he had some friends on the other side of the aisle and used to get flack for it. You know what I mean? I remember the one time, um, what, who was, who was, who's the Congresswoman, um, from Detroit, Joe, that's down with Omar and, um, and, um, uh, Presley. Yeah. Yeah. Presley. And when she said, no, no, not, no, not Presley. It was Tlaib. It was Tlaib that yeah. said that. Yeah. Yeah. When Tlaib had said, had, had called the guy, basically called him a racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, she basically did. Yo, I go, I'm paraphrasing her, but that's basically what she said. Mm-hmm. And the guy was one of um, one of Elijah Cummins' friends. You know what I mean? He was on the other side, but he was one of Elijah Cummins' friends. So, you know, like it's it, Elijah Cummins spoke up for him. You know what I mean? That's the type of dude he is. So, yeah, it was know. one of those real moments. It's like, yeah. all right, you know, sister, I, I feel where you're coming from, but I know this man, so we ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Especially when you're sitting there with like Trump as the person like that y'all talking about, and uh, yeah, he was Elijah was a real one. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Yo, I think Alex over there like beating off and shit. That shit crazy. He's supposed to be podding or whatever. We're glad I'm <laughs> across from the thing. What are like, you saying? What the fuck? Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. Nice, really nice, 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 we're going to go from the solemn passing of uh, the brother um, Elijah Cummins. May he rest in power, rest in paradise, rest in peace. And, I mean, now we're going to talk about some shit that I caught, like, maybe like a couple hours after it was posted. I go on my Same. Instagram, see what's looking, you know, what it's looking, see what my people posting, see what, you know, little random folks I follow look like. And I see Rihanna's sexy ass walking in slow motion and, like, Wow. Just a nice little dress showing off them thighs, you know what I mean? That's a fact. Showing the taste a little bit, showing her pretty face, that big ass forehead. Pretty girl be having a big forehead sometimes, man. That's a fact. It just comes to territory, you know. God bless like Tyra Banks, shout out to her. But yeah, but the but nah man, but the but the shit that got me was she was walking to this little snippet of the song. And the song sounded alright, and it sounded extra, extra right, because Rihanna was walking slow too. So I look at it and it says it's by Russ featuring some chick named Bia. And it's called Best in the World. Is that what's mm. called, right? Best in the World. And oh, the snippet was the snippet was fire. So I'm like, let me listen to it. And I say this, I think we all on this pod respect Russ as like an artist for what he like, at least as a businessman. Business. Yeah, yeah, business yeah. Because we don't know his music. This That's is like, fact. but this shit was like Rihanna walking to the shit, and the shit sounded kind of fire. Made me go straight to the Apple Music That's and play that song about a dozen fucking times before I went to sleep. And yeah. I've been still playing the shit I like I still play crazy. it every day. Yeah. I, play, bro, it's, I, made, I made a whole playlist of other shit that kind of makes me think of that song. Yeah. And I did the same. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Yo, but what Rihanna did, though, is she said, my new favorite song, and then she mm-hmm. thanked the artist. So she made it easy to find them. You know what I mean? 
And yeah, so like, that's... yeah, like I, I looked it up and I, I did the same shit and I was like, oh shit, this, this song's like, but shout out to Rihanna though, you right, because she put out a couple of videos with her like walking slowly into slow-mo. She just mm-hmm. liked that slow-mo shit for, for whatever reason, you know what I mean? She yeah. had this one where she's walking slow-mo with the blunt in her mouth. Like mm-hmm. she just doing shit like that. And I think she's just trying to bless niggas right now. Just let, let, let niggas know she's still around <laughs> or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, you ain't gonna get no music right now. And I know I've been giving the women some some uh, makeup, but for y'all, like, I'm gonna give y'all these slow mos you know what I mean? And then she yeah. gave me to give us that nasty song to listen to and shit with her name mm-hmm. in it. Like, that shit was alright, you know what I'm saying? So respect to yeah. you. Because I don't know any Russ music. I probably never heard Russ as an artist before that. Like, like I know his, his business acumen, like Joe was saying, but I don't know any Russ songs. I can't even think of any time that Russ, like, I don't know nothing about him. And that's the thing. Since Russ, when Russ's name, like, came out, like, and when Russ, when all the shit about how big the numbers Russ was doing came out and shit, this was still when I think Joe Budden was still on, um, Joe Budden was still on that Everyday Struggle show. He wasn't there Mm. that day when Russ came in to air out, um, the chubby nigga and the bitch that on the show, I forget the name, but, yeah, academics and um, the, the chick. Yeah, but um, yeah. he came there and he was like, I think after that, I tried to listen to a couple of his songs and the ones I heard, they was all right. But it, it, but it wasn't nothing that like I, like, like grabbed me, to, like made me pull me in. It was kind of like, like the, what I could best say, maybe it was like Post Malone shit, but not as good. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, it was good, but it wasn't like, you know, Post Malone shit just be going off. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, man, I say like, this is like, I mean, we talking. The song is dope. Like you should check it out if you haven't already. I know mad folks probably had. Did we even every, say the name of the song? Yeah, best in the world. Oh, best in the world. I mean, best yeah, on okay. earth. I'm sorry. Best uh, on earth. Yeah, niggas. Best on earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, but the whole reason we even mention this is because like that's the power of Rihanna. She played like it's a Rihanna 15 minute again. snippet of the joint, and I mean right. that video on her page got about like fucking almost 15 million views and shit. So. It's like mm-hmm. just dope, like you said. She didn't just use the song; she actually shouted out the artist. So yeah. that's like you know, that's some like benevolent shit because she know who yeah. she is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she know where how she moves shit. So, and from what I I don't know if she even got like any kind of relationship with Russ and any of his people. I think she kind of just heard the song or someone got in the song and her name just, was in the song. So yeah, name was in the song. Right. Yeah, and um. Yeah, but I mean, but, you know, let's give Rihanna her respect because she does just pull songs. If she likes it, she likes it. Like, I remember when she pulled the Millie joint, the, excuse me, the Millie joint, and she was just playing it when she was doing a little makeup thing out the blue. Like, she, like, a, you know, a co-sign from her goes a long way. And it's not like mm-hmm. she co-signed some bullshit. She co-signed some fly shit. Yeah. Yo, since you mentioned Melly, um, did you listen to her, her, like, latest project? I think it's, like, seven songs. No. Yeah. Nah, I haven't listened to it. Emotions? Nah, yeah, I emotions. To it yet. Well, I'll tell you this. I listened to it, and um, I mean, I love Melly. I mean, she looked real good. I follow on Instagram and shit, like all that shit, because you know she all wow. sexy and shit. But you know, she got you know she got a voice. You know, she got her own little thing or whatever. I listened to it. It sounded like some female Drake shit, female Trey song, not Trey song. What's the nigga? Uh, what's the Toronto nigga? Tory Lanez. It was like yeah, yeah. Tory Lanez. Yeah, it gave me that whole vibe. She signed to. Yeah, that, that, that was something I thought, too. And, I mean, I listened to it. It all kind of, like, ran together. I liked the last mm. song, L.A. That was kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was it's, it's good music from her. She got, like, a vibe and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think if it was, like, a different time, 
like maybe like years back, maybe she could be like a star star, but there's nothing. But as good as this shit was, I don't think anything that's like gonna like skyrocket her somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so she's not rhyming on. Um, now nah, she was singing more than anything else. She wasn't really rhyming. Mm. Yeah, and I mean I know a lot of us. Yeah, cause I mean yeah, I know Alex was up on Melly early, and I think I was up on Melly early, not not as early as Alex and shit. But then I know everybody kind of. Her big moment was when she um, flipped um, Bodak Yellow and shit. She was singing and she was rapping her ass yeah. off and that shit was dope. That was her viral moment. It kind of set her up and then we know she toured with Meek for a while and shit and uh, all yeah. this different shit. But I mean, it's a decent price. It's definitely a vibe. I mean, you could put that shit on. You probably pull a track or two, uh, put on a little playlist for some vibe shit while you cleaning up or whatever. But it was that cash doll or no? Oh, you know what? I listen to some of the Cash Doll. Here's the thing about Cash Doll. I love looking at mm. Cash Doll. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's she all tiny and t- tall and she like thick and she kind of pretty and shit. Um, but I, no, I don't like her. I don't like her voice. Really. Yeah, I never I mean, heard any of her music. I maybe know. I don't like her flow. It, it's one of the. Other, I mean, I like her voice, like talking and shit. But I think maybe it's her flow. Her flow never really grabbed me and shit. And she did what a lot of folks did um, with their projects. Recently, she made one of them big, like, fuck, try to make one of them big, like, Meek Mill intros and shit, like, fucking the baby did and other niggas. I mean, shit, it was a hype, you know, sound like that T Grizzly shit. I mean, the thing is, she better to look at than to, like, hear on songs, and that shit ain't for us anyway. I think it's for chicks, you know what I mean? Like, so I only got a couple, honestly, I only got a couple songs in. I listen to that, the Big Sean shit, and, like, two, three other songs. But, I mean, if, if, if it's dope, you know, you can let us know and shit, but. No, I, didn't, um, I don't listen to no shit like that. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, like, I, I, I only really listen to, like, as far as albums go, I still listen to the Casanova. I'm telling y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, you ain't gotta tell still, me. That's, yeah, that's I tried to tell y'all niggas last week, but that's No, I crazy, believe right? you, nigga. I okay, right oh, yeah, you're to right. it. You're right. You're right, right to it. And, but another thing I've been listening to is, um, obviously, um, I, I keep on going back to Snow Allegra, yo. Also true. Also true, like just to shout out music I'm listening to, just like for whatever reason. Yeah. Like the Summer Walker album is fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like it just is, man. And I didn't know I was gonna like Summer Walker as much as I do, but her album mm-hmm. is stupid. Like I love her album. She just did a tiny desk. I can't wait for to hear the whole thing. I just only heard the preview. And then I, I today heard. I heard the um this Lil Uzi Vert song that I love, yo. I ain't gonna lie, man. I just heard it right before we started potting. It's no called movie? Sanguine. It's called Sanguine Paradise, yo. That shit mm. hard, yo. Uh, that shit hard. Yo, I'm a Uzi fan, nigga. I, like, I wasn't. I ain't gonna lie, but that shit is crazy. I, I, like I love I that. Was. I love that. Always, always been an Uzi fan. I mean, I don't listen to like mo- I didn't listen to the whole. It was like he catch me on different shit. I mean, I always always kind of liked him and shit. Yeah. Um. So, oh, also true. All right, so we can't skip this shit. All right, mm-hmm. this is how I know that the internet is bullshit. People are bullshit. They're all trend set. They're all trend followers, and they don't know what the fuck they talking about half the time. Who heard the DHL song by Frank Ocean? Uh, I haven't heard it yet. Yo, this nah, shit is it, so I'll put trash. It in group chat when it My nigga, hey, I'm glad you said so that. You're right. Trash, and the whole internet. Oh shit, Frank Ocean, new song. Like, it, you know what DHL he's talking about? Like the delivery service, what? and this shit don't even like the song. It's horrible, dog. It's like it's super trash. Like 
And, and but if you follow the internet and you listen, like it's like everybody's oh Frank Ocean, it's shit. You know the thing with Frank though, he just ain't heard from him in a while, and he don't be outside. So now, yeah, it's, but it's, you heard it's, it's shit. Trash, the thing about, yeah, but the thing about Frank is, folks want that like they want that fucking that Channel Orange feeling back because that's an album. Shit, it don't matter. Frank doesn't have put, a bad album. You know, Frank doesn't have a bad album. I mean, nah, I'm just I was saying. Say, even those two that he put out, yeah. From Def Jam yeah. and the one he dropped, the both of those are both yeah. those are good. It was alright, but Channel Orange was the one and shit. That was the one. And no, but no. the um the DHL it His sounds like you can tell he sounds like he's play, he's playing with sounds and he's trying to he always he's trying does, to do something still. different. Now I know, but like he's really going this is a different direction. The only just the that only one bad song. shit that he ever had, like the nostalgia the nostalgia ultra. Is stupid. That's awesome. That first the only band, yeah. yeah. The um Channel Orange is dope, obviously. Joe Wright and Blonde is dope. Now the Lonnie Brew collection, uh, I know that it wasn't really like an album for him, but like that, I didn't really. You know yeah. I mean? There's just too many songs. It's it wasn't like really he that said great. Had a bunch of songs laying around. That he's like, yeah, just, yeah. That's exactly not even a was, bunch, yo. like a fucking whole plethora of songs. It was just yeah. It's just like <laughs> just, I'm sorry. It just it was not cherry. Y'all niggas listening now? Oh, okay. And then yeah. just threw it all out there. Like, Here's you know all the shit you missed. Maybe you like something. Yeah, he would have done, done better with that if he did like some Drake shit and make a little care package and maybe took the best of the rest. I mean, I the know. best of that shit made. I think he just wanted it off his hands, yo. Like, I'm yeah. get this shit off my hands. You know what I mean? While I go into a New Zealand and shit. Yeah. Yo, but real quick, let's hit up what um, I know this is really important to Ant, the seventh. Um, uh, anniversary of the of uh, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick's um, first major like album release, major label release, Man. or whatever. Let's speak on it. Oh, go ahead, Ant. Uh, speak on it because he was heavy on that. He had a whole lot to say. You said it was really, really no, no, not you could honestly. And the thing is that when I mentioned it, I was clowning at first because I ain't really. I like the well, album. Well, you were comparing it, it to something. That's why. Yeah, Ant was comparing it to something else we're going to speak about later. But just on, on the strength, um, I mean, Brian has your back. Yo, but Ant, yeah, speak I your do. piece. Yeah, I do. Like, Yo, so speak your piece. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ant. I'm scared. <laughs> no, not that I'm scared. I'm really thinking, has it been a more influential album since then? Yeah, his other albums. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. As as influential as that. Since speak, 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 speak on speak on what made Good Kid, Mad City so influential. <laughs> that's a real good buzzword to throw around, but I mean, you got something behind it. Then, like, speak on it. No, that props. No, I, no I mean, since that, I mean, really, the only thing that was really popping really in the West Coast was was what probably Game, and he more yeah. aligned himself with Fifty and. June and everything else like that. I mean, he still had the West Coast feeling and everything else like that, but to a degree, the West Coast was kind of dead. And, and Odd Future and them was claiming they was acting like East Coast rappers, like you know what I mean? They wasn't yeah. really claiming West Hard. Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 Odd Future act, act like a bunch of East Coast backpackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about Kendrick is that, like, even you heard Section Eighty, everything else like that, so you knew he had something. You knew he was good. Yeah. But when it comes out with the album, it really brings you back to. Not necessarily, not just that classic West Coast feeling, yeah. but but you see somebody who, like, it's really weird to say, like, this this amazingly talented lyricist, 
Yeah. That that when when he raps, you it's it's so. It's, he's not big. Let me rewind it. He's definitely not big. But just something about the way he rapped and that it was so vivid and so clear and concise and the sound of it and like throwing on people like MC8 and everything else that bringing back right. the whole Western vibe. Dre it, it's something different that no one else really has done. I probably say since. I mean, because I would I consider Section 80 his actual debut. Yeah, this, that was the his first, yeah. ma- first major label debut. But it was mm-hmm. something about hearing that sound. Even at the like, he still got Pimper Butterfly and everything else of like that. But something about that album, the tracks and the, the sounds of it, and the way he he brought that back, that feeling of like Yo, that West. Kind of his that flow. He changed the flow for a lot of people, you know what I mean? He has a distinct sound. He created a new kind of West sound and feel. He became the name. He was the top dog at the time, man. I mean, yeah. he was going to everybody had, you know what I mean? Still is. But as for, yeah, but as far as like, you know what I mean? Like as far as like being an influential album, like and it's kind of right. Like there's no album that you could think of, especially in hip hop, that was like changing the sound or the direction of the way people were making music at the time, like. I think that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be it. Ah, yeah. Kendrick came a long way to even get to that point, and then it was like a big deal because it was someone that the West could all stand behind. I remember seeing, like, I think he was on stage, and they had Dre there, they had Snoop there, they had Game there, and it was like, yo, this kid, this kid next. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and the thing is, he like a little weirdo looking nigga. He like short. He don't look. Doesn't care about dressing. Doesn't care about dress. He got a little bit. I see him throwing a little leather jacket and get his braids tightened up a few times and shit, trying to look nice. But it's like, yeah, I mean, he come a long way, man. I mean, the album, the album is dope, and I, I don't, I didn't. Well, I know Ant said, cla- like, I didn't get the classic West Coast vibe at all. I, I got really the a new West Coast vibe, like it was brand new. That's kind of Drake what I was doing. Yeah, he kind of molded what? it. He kind of molded it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, right. saying, I'm saying like I'm more with it like with you, Alex. I thought it was more like a a new West, a little bit more of a new yeah. West Coast than anything right. else. He kind he kind of blended could, it though, but you're right. Like he gave he gave he gave a little pieces of that old yeah. West Coast vibe, and, right, and then right. but really, but you're right, you're right. He really, he reshaped the sound because I mean, Dre for being behind him, Dre didn't produce anything on the album, like yeah. nothing. He okay. just rhymed on the last song. I think the last song is. Uh, uh, Compton, and that was produced by Just Blaze. He had another okay. crazy because even the and I always say this: sequencing matters. Skits mm. matter. The way that song, mm. the way that that album was sequenced with the skits, you can yeah. hear all the influences. Like I heard Jeezy's influence, but I also heard Snoop's influence. I also heard, like I heard, I heard so many influences just by the skits he was going through, and, mm-hmm. and the thing, and then the way the songs were set up, like everything was perfect. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that album well, sequence perfect. Mad City is a freaking stupid song, too. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything, like, everything. Yeah, but shout to, shout right. to Kendrick. Yeah, shout, shout out to Kendrick. Kendrick. Seven years old on that album. Right. It's just like, you it's know. Still like yesterday. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Just, Let that nigga yeah. drop another shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know it's yeah. coming. Why? You know it's coming. But on from, from uh, Kendrick... <laughs> And I mean, we can talk about it. We don't really know if it's coming, but Kanye said he's going to be dropping his album this Friday. Jesus uh, is King. Jesus sure. is King, as he said that he's no longer doing secular music. He's going. Uh, he's, I ain't listening to no shit like that. Yeah, it's the devil. 
I just, you know, you can just sit back and watch because you know he's been doing this. He's been on the greatest promo ever with his Sunday services and things and, and stuff wow. like that. But he's uh, he's saying he's gonna drop on uh on Friday. We'll we'll wait and see. I mean, I'm not holding with bated breath to see if that's gonna happen or not. He's never delivered when he said he's gonna deliver on anything. What bated breath mean? Huh? What's bated breath mean? I don't know. I, I'm, I don't use it though. I'm not even trying I, to be funny. Like, like it's waiting okay. in your anticipation. All right. All right. You know. No doubt. Uh, for yeah. You no, know, and you definitely looking forward to it. No, the fuck, I'm not. Yes, you are, because you get your name back. Your name back. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna get your name back. All right. Nah, we gonna get your name back and shit. Yeah, this one go back to back. when uh, Kanye put out that song. Um, I love it um, with a little pump and shit. One of the lines, he, what did he say? Uh, it was just when you talk talking drink, shit. At, he you said still he drink was, still water and I drink. Nah, nah he was. Like, he said it was something about. But he said why you trying? He said he said when the first time someone asked you about sparkling still, you ain't know about you ain't know about sparkling water. You came out here talking, you know, like a bitch with the basic and shit. Ain't know yeah. about sparkling water. And in our group chat, I named myself sparkling because I shine like that, and I named <laughs> this nigga Ant still because. I mean, if you listen to the pod, he just be kind of still sometimes. Just in the back Yo, you know the funniest shit. part is the uh, the funniest name you ever gave Ant, guy. Look. It's the sound bad. <laughs> what you think of them shitty cuz? This nigga's so stupid. Hey, y'all. Right after. <laughs> Hey, yo, oh, man. oh man! Yo, but with, 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 with the Kanye shit, I'ma definitely listen to a shit. I listen to Snoop Gospel album and shit, so I could listen to Kanye. Um, good. yeah, it was good. So I could listen to Kanye flip like. I, I feel like he's gonna be just flipping like classic R&B and hip hop beats and shit, making it about Jesus. But I mean, that could be. I mean, Kanye is dope. You know what I'm saying? Through all the shit, so I'ma definitely check see what the project is. Hopefully, this shit drop. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I might have to listen to it, but yeah. I, on, I don't want him like preaching to me. And if he starts talking all that Trump shit like he did at Howard and talking about how we gather together all the same place and they're gonna kill, like niggas sound crazy. You know what I mean? He yeah. has a sound right in the head. You know what I mean? So I can't Just really do music, hear. bro. Yeah, but you know he he puts messages in his music, so he gonna say some ignorant shit and it's gonna yeah. piss me off. And it's dangerous. Dangerous rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I think it. I I think it used to be a lot more dangerous than it kind of is now because everybody is starting to realize. Like, been able to yeah. Yeah, but it was. But it definitely was though. And 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 I'm not. You know, I'm not not discounting the fact that it may still be. But I just personally starting to see like that shine that started that shine off that penny man starting to starting to Mm -hmm. get a little dull. You know what I mean? So yeah. He lost a lot of his cool and shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the shit. And, and and he mad corny for, like, telling his wife not to get naked anymore. That's the only thing we liked about it. But whatever. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you know, from, from Kanye on to Kanye's uh, person that Man, he wished was his father, <laughs> as he said in the office. Um, just getting into some of the updates on the, on the uh, impeachment process of Donald Trump. Uh, one of the latest things, and I'm reading this from CNN, Ambassador... Uh, Bill Taylor, who's the top U.S. diplomat in the Ukraine, uh, was a key witness in the House impeachment inquiry, testified that he had been told 
that he had been told President Trump would withhold military aid to Ukraine until it publicly declared investigations would be launched that could help his reelection chances. Those are some of the things that we were speaking to um, last week, uh, investigations into uh, uh, Biden, excuse me, into uh, presidential uh, hopeful Biden's son and some of the business dealings that he had going on in the Ukraine. And it's just, you know, on and on and on. And even, yeah. I guess that was to maybe today when the president used lynching to describe the impeachment inquiry, calling the, pro- calling the entire process a lynching. Right. So, and I'm, I don't know if, it, and we know, I mean, just following how he maneuvers, I don't know if, I, well, actually, I'm going to say that's just, that's just a blatant troll. Like he was trolling to get a reaction from that. That's how I looked at that. I don't look at that as yeah. an incompetent statement. Like he did that on purpose it was a dog whistle it was clear it was a clear dog whistle he he's using terms like lynching um because his base appreciates shit like that you know what i mean his base he's the president is a white supremacist we've said it before we'll say it again you know what i mean and so when he speaks for th- to things like that he does hit up dog whistles to other white supremacists you know what i mean and using a term like lynching and then and then getting people to react to it they like that you know, but guess what? It, none of this ha- has been working. Um, what is it like 55 percent of independents are, are for um, his impeachment and removal from office now? Like I, I saw that number this morning. So like that's independence. That's not Republicans or Democrats. Obviously, the Democrats are for it. So it, it's really working against him right now. More Americans want him out of office than want him in office. Hopefully those Americans vote. You know what I mean? But I mean, people, the the problem that the Trump voters are having right now is, is, from what I've been hearing, is that they obviously do not want to vote for anybody on the Democrat side. I mean, the, the Elizabeth Warrens to Joe Biden, they just don't like them. They make them sick. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just where their politics lie. You know what I mean? And but they think that the guy Trump is like a fucking asshole and he screws up everything. So they don't know where to go with this shit. You know what I mean? So hopefully it means that they don't, they're, that they're going to stay home stay and home, not yeah. vote. Yeah. Like that would be, that would be the maximum. I don't know what else they would do. Um, maybe a third party candidate or maybe they end up, like, I don't know what else they do. They're <clears> embarrassed honestly, though right now. Like it, yeah. it's really embarrassing for them. Well, I say this, man. Um, I work with some folks that are like on the conservative side and shit. I think most yeah. of them, at least the ones I spoke to, and I'm talking about younger ones and older ones and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> and when it comes down to like that presidency, when it's that one-on-one shit, yeah. a lot of folks that vote, they're gonna vote that party line. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember, um, shit before the primaries for the last presidency or during the primary, um, during the primaries, everybody was talking. All the folks I knew, oh, Trump, you know, he's a joke. You know, they either called him a joke or didn't even mention him, was focusing on, like, Ted Cruz right. and motherfuckers like that. But right. then when that nigga got in, all of that shit, like, that they were talking about, this was, like, the biggest joke and the biggest idiot. Them yeah. niggas rationalized why they should vote for Trump. So, like yeah. you said, the best-case scenario is that motherfuckers really, like, internalize a little bit of that embarrassment of that little outrage and shit yeah. and just stay home instead of going out to vote. Because if they go out to vote, and if they voted for him the last time, they might rationalize why they could vote for him again and shit. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? Absolutely. And Joe, so. like you're absolutely right. Like that—that's the thing. I mean, that—that's been talked about by by a lot of pollsters. Um, people lied last time and said that they were not going to vote for Donald Trump when they were. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're saying that you're going to get the reverse uh, action now. Where a lot of people are going to say they're going to vote for Trump, and they they're not. And they're saying that's kind of like where the trend has gone. But like again, none of that matters. We had a low turnout election last time, which is why Trump was in office. He still mm-hmm. actually lost by three million votes. So if the people, if the little Bernie Sanders people get their heads out of their ass and stop whining and crying, all they actually have to do is show up. All the Trump voters can actually show up and revote him in, and still he'll still lose. Okay. Mm-hmm. All only thing that actually happens is people who were supposed to vote actually go out and vote. All right. Yeah. Trump's not gaining voters. Okay. He only lost voters. So he's just holding vote. his base. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's really lost voters. So if mm. people who vote actually go out and vote, then he's not coming back in office. Yeah. But you can't it. guarantee that. So, but you, but again, that that's the problem. You can't guarantee that. So people actually have to vote. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things is I know the. Uh, um, the Democrats had hoped to have a potential vote to impeach Trump by Thanksgiving, but with um, on the unfortunate passing of Elijah Cummings, a lot of those witnesses that they had scheduled, they had to reschedule due to his passing and everything like that. And it was also Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if she's chosen which committee is going to do it. Has she done that yet? Because I, I don't seen... know, but she's the Speaker of the House. She could do that any given time. We're going to have okay. a vote by December. We'll okay, have and a I vote just want to. And I want to, um, and I know this is kind of off time. I want to circle back just for one second. Okay. The Elijah, just because I really want to, I, I wanted to touch on. I forgot to. Um, Elijah coming seat. What happens to that seat now? Because he was the chair of the oversight uh, of the uh, um, committee on oversight and reform. So, what happens to that? Is that up for any? And like, how does that work? That is a good question. Um, I, 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 I actually don't know. So okay. there's there's somebody let's, let's right behind to... him. Nancy Pelosi would 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 appoint whoever would be there, but I don't know when when something like this happens if the next person up steps in oh, or okay. Nancy Pelosi appoints. I don't know because of this, the way the situation would work. Okay, in, okay. In, 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 in a perfect world, in a perfect world, yeah. Oh no, they would have to okay. be because okay. the House runs. So so the the Speaker of the House appoints all leadership positions. Okay, that's just how it works. And so well, the Speaker of the House. You talking about the House Oversight Committee? Yeah. Yeah, the acting chair is um, Carolyn Maloney, um, U.S. Right. Representative from New but York. But she's, she's acting. acting chair. Yeah. yeah, but she's acting. And so Alex is talking about a, a permanent answer. And that's why I said the Speaker of the House, no matter Republican or Democrat, they appoint all, all leadership positions. Okay. That's why everybody kisses up to the Speaker of the House. Now, I'm not sure what happens if. Um, what happens under this situation. Like, I know that she's going to be acting because that's the way it is. But as far as a permanent position, does Nancy Pelosi step in and, and appoint somebody? I mean, well, she, ch- well, she chose her as the acting. So, like, I think they might let her rock out. Yeah, no, no, no. I, that, no, that, you're absolutely right. I just didn't know if, um, like, Alex asked the rules. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. I, I, don't I, don't, know. I was yeah, trying to figure out, like, I don't know what? how the rules work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, if because she was because she was the second in line, she just moves up or if Nancy Pelosi could just it's just going to. Well, she's in charge anyway. Nancy Pelosi's in charge. So she could appoint whoever she wants at the yeah, end of the so, day. I think yeah. I just talked to myself in a circle. She yeah. can appoint whoever the hell she wants. Yeah, so yeah. all we know as of now that Nancy Pelosi, <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi chose her yeah. as acting. So okay, we'll see if anything else changes like that, yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah, man, fucking Trump impeachment shit. 
one of the things you said, um, pardon me, Joe, one of the things you said, B, was like they need to stay focused on one thing, really, to, and I believe you were saying that was Ukraine? Yeah, they, well, they, they are staying focused on one thing. The Democrats okay. have to, okay? So, so what they found is that Trump does so much shit that nobody, Americans can't follow it. Like we saw yeah. the Mueller thing. Just, nobody <laughs> read the whole 300 and 400 and something pages of the Mueller um, the document. Nobody read that shit. They couldn't follow it. Trump muddied the waters. They can't, they, you can't follow the emoluments clause when, when, when he, when he uh, uh, was trying to get the G7 to his Miami property. Like that's literally against Article 1 in the Constitution. But people can't follow that shit. You know what people can follow? People, the most traction that everybody's, uh, it, that they've had is, and this is why the Democrats are only focusing on this thing is because the the Ukraine thing Trump withheld money from the Ukraine so that from a foreign government so that he, he could get foreign aid for a political opponent everybody understands that it's really easy it's black and white uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of, another thing that that we're seeing and the Democrats aren't even looking to impeach on this shit and it's not really even impeachable to be honest mm-hmm. but the Republicans are attacking them on this shit it's the Syria thing Yo, listen, let me let you know how fucked up this Syria thing is, right? Trump talks to Erdogan, who's the president of Turkey, right? Then, then the next day declares that we're just going to pull out of Syria. And in order to pull out of Syria, we had to blow up all our bases. So the Syrian army, army is sitting there calling us pussy. I mean, the, the um, Turkish army... Uh, no, the Syrian army who we were helping is calling us pussies on the way out, you know what I mean? And some of them were asking for our help. Like, there's video on all this shit, you know what I mean? They're calling us cowards and shit like that. And we're just walking away. And then we have to blow up our bases. The visuals on this shit is fucked up. So all the people, Lindsey Graham's and the Mitch McConnell's and all the rest of these guys who have been, uh, who have been on Trump's side, like, religiously before this, they're literally attacking him every day. They're saying that the blood of the Syrians are on, on uh, the, blood, uh, the blood of the Syrians are on Trump's head. They're saying that they're blaming him for this. I mean, they're saying stupid shit. They're adding stupid shit in there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be like Obama. You, Trump's just acting like just like Obama. They're saying stupid shit like that, but they're on his head over this. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's another reason why Trump is taking a lot of these major hits. Um, yeah. So, whatever. No, I mean, it's cool. It's all, it's all about the base. I'm assuming so they can't. I'm sorry, Joe. They can't salvage anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but that visual is not that. It's horrible, though. Yeah. It's crazy, man. The Syria shit. It's fucking Ukraine shit. When, like, most Americans don't give a fuck about none of that shit. No, they care about the Ukraine shit. That's what the polls have been showing. That's the only reason why the Democrats are focused on it. The rest of the shit, nobody cares about it. At the time being, yeah, but. Honestly, just from a person that don't really care too much about the politics really in depth and shit, the Ukraine shit just sound like more of the, the Russian shit. You know what I'm saying? It is. I mean, it is it, more it, 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 it's, it's different, but it's like more of the same. Stuff. No, no, it's the same. It, it, it's all connected. Yeah. I just don't feel like breaking that down for you right now. Yeah. Nah, I mean, that's cool. And I feel you on that, man. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's all like, like you said, this nigga has so much shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That. It's hard to like stay focused, but like you said, hopefully people like the, the Democrats and that like working congressmen and all that shit. Right. Hopefully they stay focused on this one thing and really drive the shit home. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, it's just ill. You know what I'm saying? It's like this whole thing is like surreal. It's like this yeah. big like fucking ah, white privilege fucking yeah. crazy nigga rich motherfucker. It's, it's like weird because. 
like I remember you said something about um I think it was maybe your uncle or something. You said that he had never never saw never president he didn't like. And then I thought about that myself. I think back to Reagan yeah. when Reagan was elected. It's like I was a little kid. So it's like, oh, the president, he's the president. You know what I'm saying? Right. That by the time we were like almost about to be like eight years old, this nigga fucking uh, George fucking Bush comes in there and still like, oh, you know, he's the president. Yeah. And when I look back, George Bush was a pretty good president, George yeah. H. Bush. And then after that, we got Clinton and he was out there playing the sax. And like, oh, shit, you know, he's cool and this, that, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And then like George W. Bush, a lot of folks like to call him an idiot and shit like this, but he was likable. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he let a whole bunch of fucked up shit go down during his administration, but you never really, like, had to hate this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Obama was like fucking Jesus. This nigga was like yeah. no scandals and shit. And now you get to this motherfucker that has done enough dirt to get all 44 presidents before him. And nobody they spread it out. This. And nobody would survive this shit. Yet yeah. this motherfucker is on Twitter. Yeah. It still has time to take shots at like fucking the NFL and like fucking yeah. first term like Congress women from like fucking like New York and Michigan. These chicks. I was just like, yo, you got all this. Yo, man, it, it, it's a whole bunch of shit. It's it's like yeah. surreal. It's like we looking at a fucking like a house burn or some shit like or yeah. a fucking car crash. There's another crash. Another crash just keeps crashing. After a while, you're just looking like, damn, nobody got breaks? It, it, mm-hmm. it is weird, man. I'm just talking in circles and shit, but this no. is like the illest shit That's true. that we've ever seen. We wouldn't take this from fucking, we wouldn't take this shit from the host of like the American Idol or some shit like this. But we <laughs> right. take for the president, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, gee, I mean, shit. What else could we say, man? That's it. Oh, man. <laughs> so all you can do right now is just sit back and watch until it's time to vote. And take and take real action and take and use the power that you have to make the change yeah. that you want. Yeah. You know, but as always, we'll always be giving you the updates on what's going on and with Trump because there's a lot and there's a lot of moving parts. Like we said, we got a lot. We got a lot of things to get to, so there's no point in really going deep, doing a deep dive on it. But we will later on. Um, we want. We actually wanted to mention about Jimmy Carter, uh, who is actually our oldest living president at 95 years old. Uh, while he was on his way from church to lunch, he fell and hit his forehead on the sharp edge at his home. <laughs> I'm reading this from USA Today. The injury required 14 stitches and left him with a bruised left eye. Days after the fall, Carter was back in Nashville, Tennessee, helped building holes for Habitat for Humanity. Um, this is actually the second time that he fell. He fell earlier this year when he broke right. his hip. And, and then he was right back before houses. return before uh, turkey hunting. Yeah, nigga. Remember, I seen this nigga somewhere. His eye was black. I was like, "Yo, this yeah. nigga in a fight." Nah, he just fell and all that shit. Next day, yeah. Yeah, but you know, I say God bless that motherfucker, man. And shout out to uh, Clarence Avant, a fucking black godfather, for helping getting that peanut farm motherfucker elected president when he got elected. But one thing I, I like, Carter was out of office by the time I was born. Like, I yeah. just we just missed him. Right. Shit. Alex Alex caught a little quit of Carter. But one thing I all one thing I did like I didn't know too much about his whole presidency and shit like that. But one thing I always dug was that Habitat for Humanity shit and how hard he goes for that. Yeah. I think that's a really dope charity. Like Yeah. Like I'm like fucking like growing up, I moved from like house to house, apartment to apartment, all the shit all over. And the fact that Habitat Humanity <clears throat> the fact that Habitat or Humanity 
like builds homes and like gets families of these homes and shit like that. Yeah. So people had that shit is just dope to me. He's and a great fa- president, man. Or, um, she say so. I never really. He was ahead of his stupid. time for most of the shit. Like he mm-hmm. he he was ahead of his time for for um using natural resources. He put solar panels on the White House. You know what I mean? Reagan comes in and declares the shit's over, and he, he takes the solar panels off the White House. <laughs> I mean, he he he's trying to ration ration uh, natural gas. He, he he was he was dealing in other countries. Like you know what I mean? He was opening up borders. Like it was a lot of shit that he did that was a way ahead of his time. But because he was the he was the outsider in our I, I can't say our lifetime because we weren't alive for it. But like yeah. like he he was the outsider president. You know what I mean? Because he was the peanut farmer. He was he was as far as we would go before we seen Trump. You know what I mean? And so he was attacked in a certain way, and he was and he was seen as like the non politician guy. And so they just they just kind of decimated him. And even if you look at pictures of him with other with other presidents, uh, other mm-hmm. former presidents, he's always a little bit further away. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it even visually it, it, it looks crazy if you ever want to check it out. But yeah, great president, great guy. Yeah, and I mean, shout out to him, man. He's ninety five years old. He's taking these falls yeah. and shit, but he ain't taking them <clears> out. <throat> He'll be right fact. back to it. You know what I'm saying? God right. bless that motherfucker, yo. Why? Right. Shout out to Jimmy Carter, nigga. Word,ジェイムスアーロカーディネガスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアーロカーディジョンスアー
Henry's pussy, man. Thanks. The day he did the people's court thing, he was there, him and the girl or whatever, Gucci told Charmaine, who was also a host on The Breakfast Club. So he didn't have the nuts to come after he did. So he didn't have the nuts to come after he did that. I was going to confront him, too. I was going to say, hey, man, you got something to say? I just wanted to see what he was going to say because I'm going to slap the shit out of him. So there's, there's a lot of banter back and forth about his a uh, lot of issues that he has with DJ Envy. Um, Envy did respond saying that Gucci Man has never been banned from uh, the Breakfast Club, as I think we've all known. I think it might be, you know, known a lot because they say it all the time. Anybody can come to the Breakfast Club. They take a three-man vote and they all have to, excuse me, three-person vote, and they all have to agree. And at that point, Angelique did not agree to have him up, so they did not have him on the Breakfast Club. Not that he was banned from the radio station. So he has a lot of hostility towards yeah, those two. That's, that's, that's a mad though. That's I'm about to say that's a distinction without a difference. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, artists feel like the way they feel. I mean, it's not a big deal, but I actually had an issue with Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? I, I just right? never go. I would never go somewhere as a representation of this part unless somebody shit on Joe or B. Ant maybe, but I wouldn't let you know what I'm saying. I wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. I, would, I would step up, like, all right, well, you know, I would redirect. I would redirect the interview. And in other words, like, if there's an issue, okay, all right, let me redirect the interview. I'm not gonna do it because then, like, how I'm gonna sit there if you my man and one of these niggas is, act, is my actual blood. Like, how I'm gonna just let you sit there? Yeah, I'm about to say I probably I can't do it. Like, somebody violate Alex. Like, I got like if Joe says some crazy about Alex and it's too far, like then we gotta kill Joe. Cause we family, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like say if, say if, if I'm if I'm Charlemagne and I'm doing an interview, I probably wouldn't cut him off. I'd want to, to let it all get out. You know what I mean? Like I probably like even if you know what I mean. Even if he was like say if I'm going to do an interview and somebody and somebody starts shitting on Joe or whatever, I probably do want to let them get all of that out. You know what I mean? Then Joe, I'll always give, because Joe will always have a platform with me to respond to it. You see what I'm saying? So you so you, you probably would let that go. I, don't, I didn't really take too much away from him for just letting that interview stand and, and letting Gucci Man say everything he needed to say. Some of it probably sound a little bit disrespectful. Like I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Probably, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the, like the, he ye, like the way. what he said, like the way he talked about ye. Like I probably wouldn't. I probably would have said, yo, like you know what I mean. Then you don't, you don't talk about it like that. Like we, I understand. You first, like I don't know. It, I would have probably chilled it out a little bit, but I would want him to get out what he wanted to say and probably as close to the way he wanted to say it as possible. I was, I still, and I'm gonna talk about a second, but I would still redirect him. Like we could have to say, yo, I don't like what Envy did. I feel like I was banned from the club, but when it started to get, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him, and that's a pussy ass bitch, you know. Like I would, I would redirect it. That's what you know. what I'm saying you can say what you want to say, and like I said, I understand because that's how it started. I need to get you and Envy on the phone, but then when he went, like you know what I'm saying, started saying, well, we gonna put, I'm gonna put hands on him. Then I think it's a different situation. Yeah, I didn't, Even I didn't if it's see. trying to talk tough, but I'm saying Gucci got a resume and it is what it is. That is Joe. Yeah, I didn't get to see the whole shit. I just most of the stuff I saw was just him um big up in his wife and shit for like holding him down. I think I maybe got like halfway through it. That's so, the whole shit. Yeah, right. so Charlemagne, so they talk so, so Charlemagne he said this on Charlemagne interview about Angela yeah, exactly. Bitch and Yeah. How did Charlemagne look? Did he 
was his did he, did he say anything did he say like, nah he just you know how he nods his head and looks at somebody remember when remember when um sticky fingers or or was sitting there calling him names and he was sitting there looking at him like shaking his head and be like mm, mm, like that like that's how Charlemagne does he don't really react now but he 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 did laugh if you watch the whole thing he laughs at a certain point and it's like yo be like well, that's what really maybe that's why I'm, that's what I'm really reacting to like okay you like it's a joke, so you just hear for kicks and giggles like this is well, gonna like. Well, you could take you could take laughs like different ways and yeah. shit. Cause I mean, from what I saw, this nigga spent the whole fucking thing talking about how Gucci talking yeah. about how he didn't change, he didn't came up right. and all this shit. So after so that, you have a whole like interview where it's like all mostly all this positive shit, how you a changed person, how you can't even hang out with your old homies because. You fucking, yep. you got to be, you know, better in life yeah. and shit. Some yeah. niggas can't take that trip with you when you're trying to get to the next level. So, I mean, that last might have been like, man, all this positive shit, you ain't going to do nothing to jeopardize what you got now, Gucci. That could have been that laugh, or maybe it could have been a nervous laugh, or maybe it could have been, like, you maybe taking, like, a clown-ass laugh, like, you clown-ass niggas laughing and shit, but I don't know, man. So they and um so I'm I'm sure that I know Envy I believe he's still he's out of town right now I know he put up the post he's, he's in France or some and, uh, shit and I'm pretty sure it'll come back up because Envy you know he he approach he he addresses everything so I'm yeah. pretty sure when he gets back to the airways that he'll um he'll address he'll address it again um one of the things I, over the weekend I, I know I know I was um putting in the group text how excited I was because after I started finally getting a chance to really sit down and watch Raising Dion. And the reason I waited on it because my, my daughters wanted to watch it with me. I'm, we got through the thing in, you know what I'm saying, like a day and a half because neither one of none of us could stop watching. Even my wife sat down and took some time to um, to enjoy it. Like I find that I found that whole series enjoyable, and I'm hoping that they come back with a, you know they get another they get another season because everything about it like I was excited. I was on the edge of my seat. I was asking my daughters questions. I was like, what I'm missing? Da, 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 da. Like I I was really excited to watch that. As a family, because there's not a lot of things that I, that we sit down and watch, but that and that I'm interested in per se, that we're all interested in at the same time. But I really was excited to sit down and watch that and, and catch that. I know, and I know you guys we touched on it a little bit, but I know um, now that we've all seen it, you know, well, really me, because I was the last, was the last one to see yeah. it. But I mean, I don't know if my excitement was maybe it's because I was getting it with my kids. It's probably a different feeling. <laughs> Just watching it with the kids and then them reacting to what we're looking at. And like I said, very few things that we're both interested in. Like, I'm not that interested in Frozen, but this, I was like, uh, I was 100% invested and so was everybody else. I saw Frozen about like, uh, literally like 15 times with my goddaughter when I was living down in Alabama. But now nah, I feel you on this because uh, I think one one thing Brian said when he had first saw it, when him and uh, Anna seen it before I saw it, uh, he said that they had a lot of stuff like from the kids' view, you know what I'm saying? But right. there was also like stuff that you know us as like you know adults could like get too. So the kids, so I'm not, I'm just thinking, yeah, I think kids will like really dig it. You know what I'm saying? Seeing this little boy do this like amazing shit and just seeing like his little struggle to make friends. And like this motherfucker has suit. This kid has superpowers, but the only thing he really wanted was to be school cool with the skater kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I mean, it was it was cute, and the kid was fucking adorable. Like the fucking face and his fucking voice. It's like a fucking adorable ass kid and shit. They cast the hell out of that. And but for like you know us adults and shit, the men, his mama, they cast his mama fine as shit. You know what I'm saying? They cast a pretty little mama and shit. And um, 
it was also interesting seeing like this was a like comic book story or whatever, and it's about the kid having his powers, but just like her life, how it was going on and shit was real like interesting to me. And I spent like the whole time and shit wondering who was about to fuck. You know what I'm saying? I, I should have realized it was like a PG or G, whatever it is. I think PG, I guess, like show. And it was more about the comic books and the, the kid getting his powers and shit like that than it was. But I thought she was gonna fuck one of them niggas, man. I thought she was. <laughs> and, and and the thing was, it was it was like it was early on. It was like trending towards she was gonna fuck Jason Ritter or John Ritter's son or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yo, and I, and I hit up like niggas in the group chat. Said, yo, yo, tell me that this John Ritter's son don't get the pussy, yo. Tell me he don't get it, yo. I ain't want to get because he's white <laughs> and he is goofy and shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was he seemed a little thirsty. Then after you get on, you see yeah, how thirsty yeah, the nigga was. Like that. Yeah, he was exactly. like the funny shit. The funny shit is the um the John Ritter uh um they call him John. Is his name John Ritter? Uh Jason. He John Ritter's son. Jason oh yeah, Ritter. yeah, John Ritter's son, right? He played in another another one of my favorite um shows called Parenthood. So I kept calling him by the character he played in Parenthood. I kept calling him Mark. And I kept saying, yo, they better not smoke. They better I'm hopefully y'all see it because it's a spoiler alert about the well, nah, I ain't gonna spoil it. Like, yo, y'all better stop trusting that dude, better stop trusting that dude. And then when everything unfolded, I was like, ah, mm. oh, bet I told you not to trust that dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I I don't know how much it costs. I was wondering how much it costs. I mean, they got big names in it, you know, because you know, Jason Ridd is a is a accomplished actor, and I'm not sure about I know you guys were talking about the um I don't know her name. The uh, the young lady who's the, who plays his mom. At least she's been right now. Nah, she. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> I figure like the the cast they had. I mean, John Ritter's already been in some shit, but as far as cast, they went they went pretty low budget. Michael B. Jordan's the executive producer on that, so I'm not. G, y'all. So I'm not saying like that. The but the thing that needed to cast y'all was that chick. She's the baddest thing in there. I didn't know that's why I was watching it until I started mm-hmm. watching it. But after a while, like, I, I was in the group chat, like, every day, like, yo, damn, yo, this chick is bad. Like, do y'all they know don't. who this chick is? Yeah, yeah, stop going there, man. Yo, yo, this chick is... Nah, I see, I see what you're talking about, but, like, let's talk about her, though. Because, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I never really heard of her before, but she just came through all bad and something. Like, she was just, like, bong, bong. And the kid... Yo, Joe, right, man. The kid, like, they cast the kid well too. The kid was the kid was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't really always get that, but it was like it was like he was a real kid. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even feel like he was an actor. Yeah, and he, he was like, like a, was like a little rascal, like Sandlot, fucking like just kid. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like the the kid in John Q. That little weird motherfucking shit. I ain't care if he lived or died in John Q. That motherfucker looked weird to me. But now this kid was just like, yo, if they they, if they had this kid in John Q. Man, I'd have cried, yo. But they had the other kid. Man, the fuck, like, like uh, fuck this ugly nigga. But um, yeah, but now nah, it's funny. Yeah, like Brian said, like say yo, the, the the mother on the show was bad. And I looked up and I was like, yeah. So from gate from the jump, that's why I kept watching the show. That's why I kept watching the show. See what the fuck she's going to get into and shit. Down in Atlanta and shit. Fucking Spelman graduate. She had a little a little good friend that was still dancing. So she had to dance by a little chocolate chick with the shortcut. And her sister was a doctor. She was fine and shit. You know what I'm saying? I like, why shit? It was good. But yeah, man. I was just real happy that Jason... Alex, was, talk about the sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, Alex, yeah, necessarily, Alex, yeah, necessarily gay part that I was like, I feel like this is being forced on me and I don't know what the point 
of it is in the, in this part of the movie. Like it just didn't make sense to me. And sometimes I just felt. I, sometimes I just feel like there's certain things that are just. I feel like you're forcing. Why are you forcing this part in here? But I'll tell you this. Like I said, like in the group chat, I think that it was perfect that the sister was gay because the way um her like her lover was like um i think she was like a residence uh, love might have been like higher up like yeah, attending and something like that, that. yeah so it was like she fucking with her boss Superior, you know what i'm yeah. saying so i mean the fact that she was fucking with her boss but her boss was a chick don't make her look as like oh as much of a hoe if she, if she was fucking a dude and when her boss the chick like kind of had to put in her place and shit it, it like it hit different than if it would have been a man, you know what I'm saying? This would have been man that wouldn't would have because oh, her lover didn't stand up for her, you know what I'm saying? She was like, "Tell me everything, I'm gonna just throw you to the wolves." She's like, "I can't trust you, I can't." But I finally throw you to the wolves. If a dude threw her to the wolves and shit, nigga, folks would just get hung up with him I being thought, an asshole. But I'm saying they didn't even have to. It didn't have to be a dude because what she got dinged on. She didn't get dinged on their relationship. She got dinged on deleting his files out of the um. Deleting his files out of the system, yeah, so they wouldn't the find out that, that he was a he was a quote unquote super. Yeah, but that's the person that caught it though. Like it could have been anybody that caught. Like yo, what are you doing? I'm your yeah, superior. but can I can I just interject real quick though? The what I looked at, man, and I know what Alex is talking about because I got a lot of friends that this is a conversation that pops up a lot, right? That you know, what I mean, they just they, they put in gay everywhere, and a lot of times where it just doesn't seemingly fit. But I think that that argument, that same argument was made, and I hate that I'm going to say this, but that same argument was made about black people. You know what I mean? Like, well, why is there just a black person there? You know what I mean? They don't belong there. There's no reason to have them there, whatever. I, I understand what the gay people are doing. I, we're not always going to feel comfortable about it. White people didn't always feel comfortable about us. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know what, like, I, I, listen, man, I don't really have a point. I just know why they're doing it. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. You get what I mean? And now, and I, and to your point, I understand. Like I, we're just talking about this specific point, but every single yeah. thing that you're saying, I'll say the same thing. I'm like, yo, why did you just randomly put a black guy there? Like that don't work. Like if it's that, then let it be whatever it is. Like I get it. Like there were a lot of people that complained about Seinfeld not having a black person in. Like I was like, all right, well, he's making a story about him and his four white friends. Like I'm not looking. For you to force a character in there that doesn't. But how fit. do you feel about Little Mermaid being black? How do I feel about it? I, to be honest, I don't really know what because I didn't understand what it was at first. Like I was thinking it was just the voice. I was like, I don't understand. But you, but if I remember correctly, we're saying that this is a live, it's a live film or live whatever, right? Am I am I right in saying that? Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a, it's a it's a live thing. I don't know because I'm not that. You know what it is? I'm not invested in the Little Mermaid, so maybe it's not hitting me the same because I'm not as invested in the Little Mermaid as I was in this show. So like maybe if it was like I don't know, the name something that we all interested in, then I, it might hit differently because I'm invested in. I'm invested setting. in anything that got some black people in it, yo. And Little Mermaid. Yeah, but I'm talking about there. the Little Mermaid like, franchise. Like I'm not invested. I'm not invested in that. It could be any of them. It, it could be any of them damn franchises, yo. I don't even like name a franchise. Name one of them white people shows. Any of that shit like that. 
they put a black person in there, I'm investing in it. I ain't gonna lie. And but yo, you ain't spoke about this this finding Dion yet. What's up? You watched it, right? I spoke about it last week. I don't need Oh yeah, watch. you did. Oh yeah, that's right. Shut up. <laughs> well, so we could we could wrap that up, but if anything, um, y'all should definitely go check that out. Like again, I've been saying, I hope they get a, a, a second season. We did oh, we'll talk about it last week. Yeah, we did. I like bringing like up some shit to be the only nigga there. Mm-hmm. I just realized that shit. I'm the late one to I'm the late one to the party as usual when it yeah, comes you to mad trash for bringing it up as a topic again. Like now it counts. Now <laughs> as a topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll say what I got to say in the group chat. Um, <laughs> no, no doubt. Hey, again, we talked about Good Kid, Mad City, and one of the things that we were where the conversation came from when Good Mad Kid, Kid City was actually going to be a topic that we were going to speak on was really because I saw that today is the 20th anniversary of the release of The Best Man, the original, the first one. You know what I'm saying? So it's been 20 years since I, we saw that great movie. Um, Terrence, you know, Terrence Howard. Uh, who else in the house? Fucking, let me run it down, nigga. You ain't doing it respect. Fucking, this movie, like, showed a lot of really great actors early and shit. This is 99. You had fucking Tate Diggs. You had fucking um, the nigga in the wheelchair from Oz, Harold, whatever the fuck his last name is. You had fucking uh, Mr. Fucking Black Romantic Comedy and shit, Mars Chestnut. And, of course, Terrence Howard, who had done, like, bit parts before this, but he really, like, stole this movie. Like, he really stole scenes he was in. And then you got fucking uh, Monica Calhoun and shit, who played the um, the whole-ass cousin in fucking Players Club opposite Lisa Ray. Uh, you have fucking fine-ass Neil Long. You have fine-ass Sanaa Lathan. And fucking, um, you had that chick. What's the chick name? The Melissa something D'Souza. D'Souza. Yeah, her, her fine-ass and shit. And then you had fucking, uh, it, like, she wasn't a bitch. She wasn't one of the main cats at this point. In the sequel, she was. But, um, fine-ass Regina, fine-ass Regina, um, Regina Hall. Oh, God, yo. That, that, that whole, <laughs> yeah, yo, I, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Nigga, this movie came out when I was 18, bruh. Like this, I love this movie and shit. I remember making niggas like at my college sit down and watch like the fucking like VHS Pause. and shit. Like all niggas, no, I did this shit. We had bitches came over late and shit, but we like, yo, man, I was like, oh, this shit good. But nah, I mean, it's such a good movie. And Ant was like, yo. it's no good, kid, Mad City. But I don't think that Ant was really appreciating what we got from this movie. We came all off right, so of all me... of the what? What up? Let me, let me let me get this finished this little piece real quick. No, go ahead. My bad. Uh, well, my, my thing is, we had just came off of, like, some really good, like, hood classics and shit, <laughs> comedies like Friday and, like, fucking House Party, and then the hood classics that was, like, the gangster movies, like, fucking Boys in the Hood, fucking Jews, fucking Menace, all that shit. This was one of the first movies where you saw uh, all-black cast, and niggas was, like, successful and doing good and kind of enjoying, like, the finer things in lives and shit like that. And it was love and all this other shit. So it was, like, really dope and groundbreaking at that time. I think it ushered a whole bunch of black romantic comedies that come afterwards and shit. Some of them just almost as good. Some of them trash. But it was, like, something good to see. But go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry I cut you off. You didn't. I was cutting you off. Um, <laughs> sorry I let you cut me off. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Um... Then you call me in the middle of eating some shit. Well, listen, also shout out. <laughs> catch yourself real quick. Um, also shout oh, out shout to, um, to um, Malcolm, Malcolm B. Lee. Yeah, fuck Spike Lee's little cousin. No, nah, but what I was going to ask you. No, but I had a question, though. Oh, ask me. Um, ask me. Go ahead. I love questions. Is this, is this, because argumentatively, I think it is, but is this 
the best black movie that was from the 90s? I would say so. I would say really? so. And, and, and that's the when I would all the black so. movies were coming out. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you're going through your head in all the no, movies. No, no, listen, that was listen. Love the Jones, not, The Wood. But, I mean, I'm are you talking about love, like, love story? Are you talking about love story? No, black movies. Boys, to, Boys in the Hood, Magic I mean, okay. Twilight, yeah. New Jack City. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Spike Lee did like Malcolm X. We're not counting that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not counting Malcolm X. But for the most part, I think like just movies and shit, like like original stories and shit like that. I think it really was because what it really gave black people and shit like something to look at. I, I don't even know if people were thinking that deep about it at the time, but it really did have a shift in black movies. Like what gangster movies came out after? What black gangster movies came out for real after like? 2000 and shit, you know, after 99 when the movie came out, this was part of the shift and shit, this shit shifted culture, this was when it was like, okay now we gonna right. show you more like successful black folks and shit, we need that, it was a little, like we had Obama in office, the fucking little kids need that shit, I mean, it's not as strong of course but it was, it might been the best, for me it's probably my favorite movie from the 90s except for like New Jack City cause you know, Nino was canceling bitches with champagne and Fucking this man's girl you know what, shit. You know what, Joe? You actually, I'm going to complain. You might be right. And the reason I'm going to say that is because it's very hard to hold for a movie to be that iconic in our culture. And then mm-hmm. 14 years later, come out with the sequel. 14 years later with 14, the same exact yeah. cast. And everybody run to go see the movie. And it does well in the box office to where mm-hmm. everybody's saying, let's do it again. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to do it again, but you know it's what I'm up, saying? Like, it's, that it's up in the air. $72 million mm-hmm. at 14 years after the mm-hmm. original because we were that invested in those characters. Yeah. You might have a point there. And the sequel was the sequel was so good. I mean, it was yeah, long. It was good. Right, it, it was, was good. It wasn't like nigga, the position. It was good. It was, it was so good. And I wasn't ready, yo. I wasn't ready for the storyline. The storyline was like they found a way to make that shit devastating, but mad uplifting and shit. And they even had the Giants being good in there. Uh, a little bit, the Giants made the playoffs because Lance Sullivan he broke that Russian record and shit for his wife that was dying of cancer the next day and some shit. Yo, man, man, say I cried during that movie, yo. Tears and at the funeral they had fucking um what's that nigga with the fucked up um beard funny little nigga um Anthony Hamilton had that nigga and Marcia Ambrosia and shit they had the motherfucker singing that um what the Stevie um Wonder song thing um his ass is that the name of the song mm-hmm. I think so had him mm-hmm. singing a real soulful sexy ass version of that shit at a funeral it was somber a little bit but it was also sexy because them niggas was singing it it's like mm, yeah. it was good. Yeah, and the, the chicks, mean, they was only all look good. Keep going. No, I'm saying I, I watch. I only watch. So I, I felt right. like what I feel like with way Joe talking about it, but I'm gonna be real with you. I only watched it one time. Um, really? It oh. came out. No, but on purpose. Like it came out right after my man mom died, and like. <clears throat> and oh, you talking about of the cancer? Movie. Yeah, the cancer. Yeah. Okay. Of cancer, and and it was like literally the same time. Like mm-hmm. I flew from Georgia to Jersey. To go to the funeral, and we all there, and his wife um, pulls up the DVD and was like, "Oh, should we watch this now?" And I'm like, "Well, hell no," because they they hadn't watched it. Mm. I was like, "Fuck no," you know, like you know what I mean? Yeah, like that, it, it, shit, it, it was all in my head. Like I, I associated. You know what I mean? So I cried three times during that it's, movie. It's yo. funny that yeah, you said it's that. too much for me. I don't watch. I don't watch the first one. 
And the reason I watched the first one is because my cousin was a was a standing at the at the at the end in the wedding scene. He's one of the people just sitting there on the grooms or whatever side. And my cousin, you know, was killed. So that's mm-hmm. a that's a movie I just want. Or I watch it up until that point. I won't watch the I won't watch the full movie because I'm gonna see him. And then you know what I'm saying. Those are three things, and I don't want to get all deep into it. I was actually telling my wife yesterday, those are three things I've never gotten over. My man, Ice Pick dying, my cousin, Raymond dying, and my um, my pop sign. Those are like three things I just I haven't I haven't dealt with. But yeah. going to your point, B, that's one of the reasons I won't I don't watch the first one that much. Mm. Yeah, I want to hear from I want to hear from Anthony why he then like doesn't appreciate the cultural significance <laughs> of the best man twenty years later. What's what's with that, Ant? It's 99. What did the movie mean to you, man? Fucking uh, the best man. Nothing. No, I don't got a problem with it. Did you like it? Is it is it is, is yeah. it something that you appreciate as much? Well, you don't appreciate as much as me because I read the whole damn fucking script from you and shit from Jump. But um, yeah, nah, I mean, I think it's dope. And in 20 years, man, it's like shit, man. Me and Anthony had like 20 year high school reunion. It's like. It don't even seem that long ago, but like, yo, that that movie is definitely a classic. And like, to do a sequel that many years later, and to like still do the do, do the uh, characters and the storyline justice, it was like it was great. And right after that, they were talking that sequel quick because you know whatever, and they set up the sequel like Quentin like proposed to a bitch like who you gonna marry and shit, you know what I'm saying? And like uh, from all the things I've been. Every so often, every like, I don't know how many couple months and shit, I, I like check to see what's going on. Last thing I saw was like some article from like last year. Malcolm D. Lee was talking about he's not sure if the third one's gonna get made because of studios and all this other shit. Yeah. But I, I hope they get. I also like that they played Tay Diggs like he was a cornball because he is a cornball in real life. Well, yeah. to me, uh, uh, I'll agree with you there. They can't. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's simply. It's, it's simply this. I don't have a problem with the movie at all. It's actually one of my favorite movies. But the thing you is, it's, it's quite simply, no, no, I'm not lying at all. I think it really comes <laughs> down to is that what makes it unique amongst all the movies in the 90s and from that point forward, and maybe if you look in the past, I haven't really thought about it too much. There's not that many, there's not many black romantic comedies at all. And this is Love Jones oh, has plenty. Jason's lyric. Was it Love and Basketball too? Yeah, you, yeah, you honestly fucking yeah. Mars Chestnut been about you five just jumped himself. in on Gabrielle on Union <laughs> been about six or seven or so. Vivica did know. about four or five of herself. Two could play that. Jamie Foxx did a couple like. Tanah Lathan. They just weren't as good. A lot more as good. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we're gonna have to hear you out, I guess, because we let you start. No, because because you're you're trying to throw my point. I'm trying to make sense of it. Okay. You All say right. Love Jones, but was Love was was Love Jones really a romantic comedy? Um, okay. So I actually that that's why I asked him to specify. So okay, you, are you saying a rom com? He was saying nah, yeah. all black. So Boys in the Hood, everything. No, but there are a lot of romantic comedies like like the Sanaa Lathan movies, the um yeah. the Gabrielle Union movies. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like they, those they, are like, yeah. They have that's how a lot of black house. actresses have yeah, like, made it. Kind of made it, yeah. And even the ones on even the ones that be on like Netflix and shit, like some weird yeah. shit, like you picked you picked the right one though. You're right. Like if you want to pick out um Love Jones, you say, Well, maybe that's not a, a rom com. Like you you have a good argument. Yeah. But not in a lot of other a lot of other black rom coms they kinda of have like it'd be a little too silly. You know what I'm saying? Fucking the right. best man. I think ha- I think Have Plenty is my favorite movie. Like Have Plenty is my favorite movie of <laughs> of any movie though. So mm. What's the shit that Kevin Hart was in actually like this shit him and Michael Ealy? What? Um, which one? The um, the one with just him and Michael Ealy about yeah, last night? About talking last about? Night? Yeah, about last night was pretty good. I thought pretty that was good. good. I'm, I rocked yeah, with that. Yeah, no, it, it it was a good movie. I just calling it your favorite is kind of weird. No, 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 it's not my favorite. Then why'd you follow me up with that? Like I'm, I'm talking about. Saying, I'm just naming different rom coms. I'm oh. just naming different rom coms that's coming to my okay. mind. Yeah, cause I think about that when I think about a movie like The Brothers and shit with like DL and like Shamar Moore and Shamar. Bellamy and shit. That was cool. It seemed like they was trying to catch a bit of that same vibe and shit, but it was like different. I used to watch How to Be a Player every night in high school. Yeah, me too, nigga. Yeah, that shit was a good ass movie, man. Shout out to Bill Jersey, nigga. Shout out to, yeah, Bill, shout Bill, out to Bill Bellamy, you know what I mean? Saw that nigga on the Breakfast Club interview about a week or two ago and shit. So what? Yeah, he was there, you know. Nigga was talking. Click, click, click. Man, nigga was talking about, you know, his career and different shit or whatever. I actually saw a fucking uh, a T8, I think it was TV1, one of them unsungs and shit about the nigga. They talked about his career, you know. Shout out to Bill Bellamy, man. A lot of times. Well, yeah, Def Comedy had, Jam. Yeah, that kind of, he had a TV show called Fast Lane with uh, Peter Facinelli. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that motherfucking name, but yeah, yeah I think yeah. Wilson, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was in it too. The show only lasted okay. for about like a season or two, but that nigga was a legit like fucking like TV star with a sitcom yeah, he kept shit, his name action out there, shit. Though. Yeah, he did his thing. I mean, shit slowed down like it slowed down for a lot of comedians over time and yeah. shit, but the nigga still touring and shit. The nigga ain't broke, you know. Oh yeah. Where, but yeah, that's another one. He did. He did a couple of them shits. Yeah. Salute to the to the best man. You know oh, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Not before before we get off of these type topics, show. Mm-hmm. Did y'all niggas see the wool, the last wool, or no? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for tomorrow. I didn't see it. Yet. Yo, that shit is so fucking dope. Like I'm like. Like I like I get it that it's not gonna be all true and shit, but I like how they they're putting it all together. So they all gonna have to form. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they're putting the roadblocks in in place to like build them into each other. You know what I mean? They started with mad conflicts to split them up, and now mm-hmm. you're seeing the way that they're being forced into like being with each other. I just think that the way it was written, like it, it, it's just yeah. not checkers. Like it's pretty good move. It's pretty yeah, good like show. yeah, like the last episode, I was like, ah oh, man, I kind of wanted like. I wanted Maybe to keep going, like dog. Action, I wanted more like the action shit to keep going like that, but I think they really got the shit across, you know, bringing Ghostface back to like, you know, the fucking, uh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that shit was, that shit was good, man. Word I can't out. wait till tomorrow shit. I'm going from work, I'm going to watch, watch that shit, man. Wow. Wednesday. Well, the Knicks going to be on, so I probably won't be able to watch that shit. I'll probably watch it like later on in the week or something. Yeah. Wow. I'll watch um, it as we're talking Next. right now, the um the World Series is happening. I know we're not after the Yankees out. I'm you know no no nothing about that But shit, I see right now uh the damn Washington Nationals is whooping that kid. What's that kid name? Um, Ant that was 
shut down and lights out. Uh, that cold kid. Yeah. Is that is that his name? Yeah, they got they about to run him out. They about to run him out of the game. They have five or two. I don't have no real predictions on it. I'm just rooting for the Nationals just yeah, to see team. some see some fly shit. They just, they had one of the best players in baseball and they let them walk and now they in the World Series. Yeah, my pick is the Nationals to win too because I forget who the other team is that's playing. Um, so I watch baseball. Yeah, I don't fuck that shit, man. Nah, yeah, you man. gotta watch. Well, yeah, we salute to them. Um. NBA, we may mention to it a couple of times, the NBA season's beginning, and unfortunately one of the you know, most talked about players and you know, thought about rookie of the year, Zion Williamson is going to be out six to eight weeks, but I believe it's a meniscus, it's a meniscus tear. Yeah, yeah it's a meniscus You know what I'm saying? I believe they, and they started tonight. You, who are they playing tonight? They play in Toronto. They're up by six right now. Yeah, oh, okay. Toronto, New Orleans. This has this, this yeah. been a good game. Yeah, I've been watching the whole... The whole pod, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was, I, I like, <clears throat> I mean, I know niggas want to see Zion do his thing and shit, but I, I like, I like a lot of the players on New, um, New Orleans and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got a good squad. Yeah, I mean, they got three of the baby Lakers and shit over there. Um, huh. Was it Hart, Ingram, and um, Ball and shit? They got JJ Reddick, who a lot of folks was shocked that he didn't go to like a clear contender and shit went over there. And yeah. Drew Holiday, that's my nigga and shit. And they got my nigga um, at the fucking Philly uh, 76ers tried to ruin this shit, part of that process shit, fucking um, Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. Um, that nigga's playing solid, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. They got Shea uh, Gildress Alexander's cousin and shit. Um, he is nice, dog. Yeah, that that dude could score crazy. Um, he's an Alexander. Alexander Walker. Name. Yeah, Alexander Walker. Yeah. Oh, Nikhil, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Yo, he's nice, dog. Like, here's the thing. Like, dude can just flat out score threes, attack. You know what I mean? Mid range. Dude could do it all, man. And when they get the dude get in his defense bag and shit, like, dude is nice. Them Alexander kids, man, they nice. Yeah, having a rough night and shit, but yeah, yeah, yeah them, I, I, I see him. I see him. I him play. Um, in like one like preseason game and shit, and oh, whatever. Okay. And they, they also got Derek Favors over there, who um yeah. solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's I, I, play, know, I, I don't know what he's doing like tonight and shit, but I know he started off like really popping and shit. Six point seven rebounds right now. A couple assists. Yeah, I'm checking the check the um thing. Yeah, so I mean, everybody seem to be doing their part. Shout to Ingram going off. Look like yeah. that's a new squad, and, so they'll come. You know what I mean? It's gonna take it's gonna take a little bit, but you know what I mean. Get them a couple months, month or so. They gonna yeah. be clicking. Yo, is um before we move to the, uh, I think there's only one other game tonight. You think New Orleans is gonna in in the next three to five years? You think New Orleans is still gonna be in New Orleans, or are they selling that team? Uh, no, nah, I I have a hard time predicting things like that. Like I would, but uh, you know. I don't know what they do. I mean, they own by the same folks on the Saints, right? Yeah, but they don't, they're not, you know, it's not as profitable, and they, yeah. it's always in a upheaval I mean, in terms of like them. It's tricky. I mean, yeah, so. they going to have, like, folks, you know, you know how, to, how do people be on the rookie contracts to get you there mm-hmm. for the rookie shit, and you, um, nigga like Zion, after, like, three years, they're going to give them that extension for, like, it's going to be, like, a three-and-one-ish shit, and mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, fucking, they're going to stay at them six years. I mean, everybody, I mean... You talk to any, you see any of these NBA motherfuckers on TV or on the radio and shit, they're going to say the man going to be going after six. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean. Nah, but what, he's, what he's saying they, is, 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 are they, are, is the franchise going to be there? 
Not his oh no! Oh yeah. no! Yeah, no. What, what I'm saying is this: what he said, talking about selling the franchise. Like me, if they sell, I don't know if they selling the franchise while they got Zion, like so early. I don't even think about selling the franchise. I think about moving the franchise. But then when I, but then when I think about moving and shit, I think I, I just don't know if they will move it if they already got them a little base in New Orleans and shit. I mean, I guess you could own the New Orleans Saints and you could also own the fucking. Seattle Pelicans or whatever the fuck they'd be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could, like I mean, Seattle he, he could, actually has a real fan base. Yeah. You know? And you if you look at the if you look at what New Orleans is doing, like all the talent is super young. So they mm-hmm. have a slim they have a slim uh, uh financial balance sheet, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. they, they could move that contract. shit if they wanted to cuz they got them people locked in mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. the players could just leave. They could do that shit. Yeah, they sell high because Zion is just there. You can sell high. But that was just a thought because it's always being mentioned as we're talking. Uh, Toronto looks like they just took the lead. Um, so right now, what are we looking at in the NBA regular season start? I know we all Knicks fans, but what else? Is there anything else that we, you know what I'm saying, looking forward uh, to? I mean, well, tonight the next game they got is the Lakers Clippers. And I know you're talking yeah. more about the whole season, but just in general, that's something. And I just like yeah. Honestly, to look forward to, since we Knicks fans, we want to see what, you know, who shines this year. You know what I'm saying? We ain't really thinking about, like, winning this shit. Nothing, but, you know, see who shine and see where the future is. I just want to fight to fight to um hopefully try to be in the running for a playoff spot. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, I don't. I'm not really invested on whether we get a playoff spot. I just want to be in the running for a playoff spot this year. I want to yeah. see that. You know what I mean? Like, like I, 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 I got um somebody hit me to the, to the fact that they're considering Trier as a starter now. You know what I mean? So they're thinking about maybe starting him tomorrow. Like I, I like that. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. like the way that that coach can can maneuver his players. R.J. Barrett looks like a flat out stud to me. Pause. He looks like a freaking star. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not even no question. He bullies bigger dude like big dudes in the NBA. Like he got a man body pause. You know what I mean? Like like he's not gonna like I don't I don't foresee him winning um rookie of the year unless, you know, Zion just stays hurt. Because Zion, the story behind the Zion is just so great. But I could see him being co rookie of the year or if Zion gets hurt being rookie of the year. Like mm-hmm. cause RJ Barrett is a stud, man. It's just something special about the kid. There's nothing to you could pinpoint that, that I'm gonna be like, oh, he does this so amazingly. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like I don't really have anything like that. But I felt the same I felt that same way about a lot of players who ended up being studs. I just don't like comparing players, so I don't feel like doing that right now. Mm-hmm. But like you know what I mean? Like I I I I wanna see that, you know what I mean? And you don't always yeah. get to see rookies and young players like that for the Knicks, so that's gonna be fun this season. You know what I mean? Like that that's that's my look at it. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much how I feel too and shit with the Knicks. I want I want, you know, like I'm if they can be like in a running for a playoff spot and everybody's like playing well and people are developing and shit like that and, yeah. and shining. I don't I don't I don't want them to like bottom out. I mean that's something I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to bottom not with not with the talent that they have. It may not be the biggest name with the young talent and coming in some of them glue guys they got and shit with the yeah. with Morris and uh, motherfuckers shit like that. I want I want to see them compete. And it's funny before like this game the end of the game that's um, starting now and shit. Uh, we're not starting now, but the first game Clippers. with with the no 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 the um the um the Raptors and uh, the Pelicans oh, and shit. Oh, yeah. It's funny. And I was just looking at my little ESPN app and I saw an article that said the the Raptors get the biggest um championship ring and. NBA history, and that's the shit. It's funny when he's giving out them rings. Them shits look huge. And, yeah, they did. 
And the thing, and it's funny because I was like, yo, and I was just thinking, yo, they made them rings big as shit because them niggas know they ain't never won another one. They ain't never going to win another, yeah. They, they could have fit another ring on their finger unless they had to skip fingers and shit, but they ain't yeah. never won it. So they like, let's make this shit fucking big yeah. as a fucking, like, I don't know how big that shit is. but Nigga, the, the New York one's going to have a World Trade Center on that motherfucker, like, coming out of the motherfucker. The is going to shoot out his ring. That shit going to look, we're going to have five finger rings or some shit, God. Ain't gonna have a hologram of fucking Spike Lee and shit. Word is born. Point that shit in the right way. <laughs> but no, other other than like our Knicks, you know, like doing what they do, and I think, I think all of the, the all, all of the yeah, especially because you, you gotta just think, just think about the all of these two superstar teams and shit. We gotta so yeah. see how these motherfuckers mesh. Like in Houston, I really want them niggas to ball, yo. Yeah, I really I'm, want. I'm, I'm really I'm, excited. Right. Russ and fucking um. Weston James Harden, then of mm. course you got the the Clippers when they got like, and, and that's my that's my favorite position. I'm fucking them uh, fucking small forwards oh. and shit. Cause yeah, pause. But <laughs> Is it Paul George out? Well, yeah, like he'll be month? back and shit. Yeah, uh, but you know that's whatever they can. He's hurt. Do that. Yeah, he hurt. Yeah, I heard start, today yeah. he's out for like a month. I think he was already oh, hurt though. Hey, but yeah, he's even about know that. yeah, so he's not gonna play tonight. But I mean, when this yeah, shit I'm get sorry. back, it's like it's going. You got Paul George. You got Kawhi. Fucking. You got Anthony Davis and you got LeBron and shit. And I mean, I just want to see what it look like. And also yeah. want to see what this, what the motherfucking Curry do. Can Curry really go off for like 35 points a night and keep these niggas in contention or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah. You know, it's, it's real interesting. And then there's always Giannis and shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talking about he like they favorite to like repeat his fucking MVP. Like, I mean, that's all well and good. I'm He's the say, reason you can't discount the the Bucks, and it's funny because until you mentioned his name, like I did not even think of Giannis, and they may be the best team in the East. Like, like they have the possibility of being the best team in the East. Them or Philly is where it's gonna go, probably. You know what I mean? But you, you just never really think about the Bucks, and then Giannis is just the great. And shout out to Giannis for coming out with that line, um, with Nike, the shit that says "Freak" on it. Like <laughs> that shit is dope. Like if I had a shorty, I might. Buy some shit like that. Like, here, take this for sure. So, freak, you think you're funny? Like, nah. nah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit is kind of dope, man. That shit, that, that innuendo shit, man, he gonna make money yeah. off that. <laughs> yeah, man. But well, nah, I, I, I think that's, like, pretty much it. I mean, you got other teams, like, is Denver gonna prove this year that they real? Like, they got Michael Porter Jr. coming back, supposedly. I don't know. Are they gonna prove they real? And then, of course, Utah, they got you know, they got fucking Mike Conley over there to, you know, bolster their whole shit. How real are they going to be in the West? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting season. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, all the big names that move to, like, yeah. and the fact that Kevin Durant is not there with a healthy Clay Thompson and all of that right. shit isn't, like, some foregone conclusion that they're going to be just a little bit better than anybody else. It's like it's, it's it's I just hope that I just hope that these big names stay healthy. The NBA you know looks fun because the there's a lot of there's a lot of mm-hmm. little names that 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 people are going to gain a lot of respect for this season. You know what I mean? I already see it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of names people are going to make names for themselves, and they yeah. should because you know they worked hard for it. They should, and I just can't wait for that to happen, man. Yeah. I mean, Ellie was talking about how much you I mean, you like uh, the kid Van Vliet or whatever. Yeah. Um, who showed up? I think the man put up like. 20-some points, almost 30 points tonight, something like that. Did he? Uh, let me check. I might be talking I never really look ass. at stat scores, so I, like, I'm like i always like you, I'm always shocked by that shit. 
Yeah, well, Pascal Siakam got all the points in the world, and they got fucking like 34 points. But yeah, now Van Vliet got, uh, what is this, 28? Damn. 10 for 15, 3 for 5 from um, 3, whatever. Dude is just efficient, and he plays on defense. Oh, yo, honestly, man, I, I don't think I saw him score one time in the time I was watching because I just, like, I'm only half paying attention. Mm-hmm. But you could tell the way he moves on the court and, and the authority that he moves with. It's, you could tell he's just demanding the game a little bit different. You know what I mean? He like he feels like he's a star on the court, and, and mm-hmm. so and you could just see that it, it's yeah. coming through. I, I just look at the difference in, in players, man. And I'm, I'm looking for for a few, quite a few players to like mm-hmm. make that step, that leap this year. Yeah. I'm, I want to see it, man. And, I'm excited yeah, I mean, to, that. I mean, tonight, Siakam and him, they. Pretty much holding the team down and shit. Yeah. Uh, we know that they gave Michael. I'm um, not Michael. Um, I think Mike Lowry. Fucking the uh, now nah, right. Kyle Lowry. They gave Kyle Lowry that like appreciation one year extension or some shit like that. Here's some bread for you. So I mean, going forward, this team might belong to like Pascal Siakam, like Siakam, some other folks. So I mean, and so like that's yeah. might that might be a one-two punch that if they keep like getting some like you know some folks around them, them motherfuckers might be. A little something might be like That's some the names. That's thing, though, shit. Joe. And doesn't that just bother you a little bit that you got you have to draft a Van Vliet? You mm. don't want to pay for one because as soon as he moves and gets the paper, like he don't respect your franchise and he ain't gonna yeah. be doing the same type of shit. But if you draft a Van Vliet, yo, this is what you get. You have to draft these type of guys, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what the, that's what the thing I'm looking at with with the Knicks. Like I appreciate. I'm looking at the way Alonzo Trier is playing, man, and like I see something from him. Like I see that he's 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 ready to not he's not gonna be a superstar or anything like that, but he's ready to take a different step of respect and and how people are gonna look at him in the NBA. You know what I mean? He he's could, about to I mean, take that step. Maybe he might be our Van Vliet. I mean, Van Vliet was undrafted. He's just a little like but like he's a, he's a Lou Williams because 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 um like like the thing about the Van Bleet thing is Van I'm looking at how Van Bleet plays and it's a little bit different like you know what mm-hmm. I mean actually he might be a let me stop I'm talking about my ass like like I'm being negative because it's the Knicks right now you know what I mean mm-hmm. and because I'm scared but like he might be you might be right I mean I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he not but those are the type of dudes that you have to pick up you know what I mean. You got to yeah. draft a Van Vliet, yo. And you got to draft an RJ. Mm-hmm. You do. And I know Alex don't want to hear this shit, but you got to draft a Kevin Knox. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson's been sucking. Word. I ain't gonna lie. He's been sucking all all preseason. He's been horrible on defense, which it should be his thing. You know what I mean? He has really just been bad. Like, the last game I saw him... But yeah, he just got hurt. But there's an angle. But I'm I'm watching him all preseason though. So he got hurt in practice. So the la- the last game, like I saw him step up and start getting better rebounds because he saw he was sucking on everything. But he's still jumping on every pump fake on defense. He's still not bossing up on offense. Like there's still I still have a lot of issues with with the um with Mitchell Robinson game. I mean, you still got to keep him. But that's why we're only paying him a million a year for four years. Because dude didn't play high school ball. He, he missed a whole year of learning how to play basketball. He's still actually li- literally learning how to play basketball. Team game. You can't teach height. 
Yeah, no, you can't, and you can't teach his timing. Yo, he's great at, at blocking shots. Like I can't take that from him. Yeah. And hell, a dude like that is still only like what, like twenty, twenty one, or some shit like that. Like, nigga, twenty, yeah. A lot of young niggas, man. Young dudes. Yeah, he's twenty. But all right. Take it to that NFL shit, Alex. Yeah. Take so I can say. Shit. Yeah, take it to the NFL shit so I can say fuck Lionel Richie, man. Because I'm, I'm ready <laughs> to say that shit. <laughs> right, uh, week seven went down. Shouts to the 49ers. 49ers, best team uh, in the NFL. Team just got except a for Brian's team. The manual standard. You know what I mean? Alex is wrong again. No, I'm not. They did what I said they did. No, they did what you said they did. Nigga, what did I literally. Listen, listen. We're not going to go through this. I, what I, I, I was very specific in what I said. I said he doesn't throw the wide receivers because the receiving core is very young. They're not developed. They realized that, and they went and got They got somebody for him to literally throw to on the outside. Because no, you, you once you that. start. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not so talking that so That's what I said. You're talking about the, and Jimmy, the shit you were saying about my team. I'm not just focusing on getting a wide receiver. Okay, you was. Ooh, we got no, no, no. I specifically, I spoke. Shit. There's nothing for me to talk about with the defense. We agreed that the defense is a monster. Not really. But there's two sides to every ball. There's two sides to every ball. There's two sides to the game. I have a problem so, with our run, with our, with our, the way we handle our run game. And um, I still have a problem. We still did a bad job last last game, especially in the first half. But whatever. Right. That's just because the front four are heavy pass rushers. So they'll they'll looking for the quarterback. And letting them get, and they're getting gashed. But they'll, once you know, once everybody gets back, once everybody gets back, because there's still a lot of injuries on the defensive yeah, side. Yeah, who the best team in the NFL? Who the best? The, the Patriots. Nah. But nah. there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of. Yeah, the Patriots. The, you but, still ain't ready. I mean, you. Yeah. I, I like the I like the Colts, man. You said the Colts. We would bust the Colts. I, I like the Colts. Nah, man. the Colts are the Colts are baller. The Colts, the Colts are out there. I mean, to lose, Jacoby, listen, to lose your, to lose your quarterback, yeah, that is your franchise good. quarterback, and have to, that's a nice you know what I'm saying? Get we, on the floor, get that back was on the board. They did, they did well. We, we, was, we was last to first. You know what I mean? Us last year, we lost our franchise quarterback. This year, we back. You know what I mean? Number one team in the NFL. Nobody can beat uh, us. I, I like Brissett yeah, more than your quarterback, though. What'd you say? Uh, I like Jacoby Brissett. No, that's, that's cool. A, I mean, you can like another quarterback better than our, yeah. our quarterback, but guess what? Our quarterback undefeated, and that nigga not. So yeah. it'll be interesting because they they're gonna have they're gonna start expanding the offense, and we'll, it'll be interesting. Like I said, when they get back, and that last game was real sloppy, so you can't really. Breida is hurt. Yeah, I mean, it was rain, but Breida is hurt, so that I mean, that's scary. Um, not really. You got a three-headed monster at running back. He just Troy, but Tra- Travis Coleman, Coleman, that nigga Coleman. Um, he's not a breeder, yo. Yeah, Tevin Coleman, but he's not a breeder, yo. Because breeder's the fastest player in the NFL, and he runs the ball. So you he's can put not, him in the open field. Like, no, no, he is. No, 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 no. They say it like literally every week. He's the fastest player in the he's NFL. He's not the fastest player in the NFL. It's Tariq. Look it up. Google. I don't have to look it up. I know if Tariq Hill runs a 4.21. I don't have to look no, it up. He's I, I feel what you're saying, player. but every week. Tariq a bad motherfucker, man. It's not even a real discussion. Maybe because was Tyreek out for a little bit? Maybe because no, Tyreek was like, he was out for a little bit. But no, but he's he's playing. He's on my fantasy team. You guys are sending, like, they literally say this every single week. Breida is the fastest player in the NFL. Like, unless these niggas are just bullshitting. They bullshitting. All right. So yeah, I don't know. It's not a big thing. It's not like saying he's not fast because he, he is. Maybe, like, honestly, he probably might. 
I mean, Tariq, Tariq Hill been out. You know what I'm saying? So maybe niggas forgot about Tariq. Maybe this dude is real close. You know I no. Mean? It's a, no, what you're saying is probably Breed, right. Matt Breida reacts to clocking NFL's fastest speed. Like, it's... He's the fastest player. I mean, he, he, all you have to do is Google breed at fastest, and it comes up like all the way down. I'm, I'm There's not, no denying that at all, but I know everybody's fantasy make took a hit, up. and um, Pat Mahomes got hurt. He's going to be like Pat I'm Mahomes. Pat, Pat Mahomes shit. is my quarterback, and he's always my quarterback, man. Like, that shit, that shit hurt. That shit cost me, um, cost me a game and shit, man. Fantasy. But he'll be back though. I mean, shit. They was talking about he might come back next week, but they said that's nah, a stretch. Nah, they're not doing that. He'll be back in two, three weeks, man. He'll be back. In, he'll be back in three weeks after their um, right after their bye. But the like I was saying, my Matt Breida, twenty-two point three miles per hour. Yo, yeah, he said this nigga. Yo, <laughs> let's talk about your man Alex that you told me is so damn great. Oh, he was trash. Was stupid for getting Saquon Barkley. This nigga was, was dead. This nigga is dead. This nigga was seeing ghosts, nigga. He dead. He was he was throwing at niggas that wasn't there. He was scared of niggas that wasn't there. His coach let him stay out there, yo. They should have pulled his ass in the fourth and say face, nigga. But not in the. He was trash. He was trash yesterday, and I mean, Bill Belichick does this to every quarterback. But you shouldn't look. You shouldn't look like that. You can be shitty because that's just what Belichick does. But. Four interceptions and barely moving the ball, that's a complete failure on offense all around. He said this nigga's should, way better than not. Daniel Jones and shit. Daniel Jones played them motherfuckers in Foxborough last week and had the game 14-14 until, you know, Bell checking them, open the shit up at the end of the fucking um, half and shit. Fuck, man. <clears throat> this nigga overrated. Yeah. Sam Darnold. Plus this nigga again, Mondo not, from like he's, he's fucking fags, dicks, and fucking truck stops and shit, nigga. That's weird. That's why I hit her. He's nigga. overrated, but I'll say I'll say what I've been saying for the longest when it comes to all of those, all of the young quarterbacks, Daniel Jones, Donald Baker, and uh, Kyler Murray. You gotta, you have to build. You gotta get an offensive line. Else you're gonna get Daniel Jones killed. They're definitely gonna get Daniel Jones killed. He got sacked eight times for 67 yards by the Arizona Cardinals, who are one of the worst defenses in the league. Like, you're not going to keep your guy upright like that. And I actually sent you, I don't know if you remember when I sent you a couple of videos of how bad that offensive line is, where they can't even block. They're always on, their, mm-hmm. they're always on the back of their feet, moving back through, getting pushed into the quarterback. But they got to, you got to fix that for any young quarterback. Like, you can't, you can't overcome that. That's yeah. just general. You just got, you got to get, you got to get an offensive line. For anybody to even be able to succeed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so. And that's just that's just the bottom line facts. I got um, another, I got another question though. How real is um Lamar Jackson? Is he more real than RG3 and any other nigga that tried to run before besides Michael Vick? How real is Lamar Jackson? Is he going to be able to do this? Real. I don't think he's as real as Michael Vick, but okay. he's um he's he's what I'm always going to say like. It it looks good. Everybody's like, oh, he ran for what? Threw for 150. I think he was the first player like to throw for 150 and run for 150 or something like that, yeah. or whatever. But the bare facts is his percentages are down, and he hasn't thrown a touchdown in three games. And that that and I'm just gonna continue to say, unless you learn to throw from the pocket, it ain't gonna work because defenses will just be able to stop you on that and then hold you in there, and then you're gonna have to throw from the pocket. That nigga it's did a number on the Seahawks though. Say it again. I said that nigga did a number on the Seahawks, so. 
you get you get it. I mean, you get it off. Like let's not act like you can't you can't get it off, but it's yeah. not sustainable. Like it's just a year. You get a nice year, and then what? And then it's over. Yeah. Because you get at some point in time, you're gonna get hit. And when you get hit, that's when you get hurt, and then that's when it starts to go downhill because you're not – you got to learn to throw from the pocket. That's why I always say about Russell Wilson, like he just learned to throw from the pocket. Like if you look at Russell Wilson, he doesn't run at all, at all. Like he's in the pocket. He just stays in the pocket and doesn't – and just learns yeah, he to just, run. He, 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 he run more when he has to. You're right. Yeah. He, so, he, ain't, he ain't got that, like, first instinct to go, get the fuck out of here. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just not sustainable. You're going to get hurt. That's why I appreciate Kyler Murray just watching him. He's not running. He's really staying in the pocket. Like, they're actually mad that he's not running more. They want him to. But he's yeah. just sitting there back in the pocket reading and getting rid of the ball. So I could see him having a better career than um, Lamar, even though Lamar has all the highlights right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But – Shit, I mean, it's over for my team. B, the only team that that's going to be doing something this year, so we just gonna have to hear his mouth no matter what. <laughs> um, but real nigga shit, I said it before the season started, and niggas clown me. You say it every year though. Did I say just, it before the season started and niggas did niggas clown me? Yeah, I see you say it every year. You just happen to be right this year. And niggas, no, hold on. First off, I do not say it every year. You do say it every year. <laughs> then did I it, say? Shows, I did not say it last year. <laughs> well, the thing is this. I heard you say it last year. I remember you saying it last year. But did you say it? Well, here's the thing. I asked you. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. Question. Right. question. I know what did I did you? last year, but I, I, I'll, 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 I'll admit to it in a minute. Did you say but. it this year? <laughs> did you say it this year, like, really, really believe in it? Or do you say it this year, like, motherfuckers say it every year? Did right, you see something thing. in this year's team that was like, I no, this is here, it. Can you can can I be hundred percent honest with you, yo? Yeah. All right. I said it last year when I wasn't watching football. Okay, so mm-hmm. I was just saying some shit to fuck with niggas. But I was still mad when Jimmy G went down, so I knew the year wasn't gonna be shit. Mm-hmm. When Jimmy G was back, yeah, I did I did feel that way. That was that was my whole the whole I my whole thought process behind. I believe John Lynch, and so. I did. I still read, guys, and I was reading. I was listening to his game plan and everything he was saying, and 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 every and everything that the, the uh, coach was saying, Shannon, and every, everybody was saying. I was listening to to what they were trying to do, and then I saw the team they were putting together, and I believed them. And so I was. Yeah, it's not a. It. It's not a. The, the 49 is doing what they're doing is not a stretch. Yeah. Them them being yeah. six to no, nobody predicted, but they well, were I did. a hot so, team. No, but, but there were a hot team Jimmy coming went, in that everybody was saying was going to make the playoffs. When Jimmy G went down, though, like I knew it was bullshit, but I was still going. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. But like when Jimmy G was back, like this year, my whole the whole conversation was like because look, I was reading the article and they were saying, yo, like John Lynch and them niggas was damn near in tears when Jimmy G went down. They said the owner was was going crazy because of this shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, so they really believe this shit. You know what I mean? Because you don't just do that, you know what I mean? And then you see who we drafted. Don't make the trade. Yeah, and you and you don't just you don't just make that trade. You don't just you don't just cry and act like you know what I mean. It's the worst thing in the world. And then when I saw who we drafted with Bosa, like I know you know what I mean. I know it's politics and all the rest of that shit. But I just seen the team and I was like, all right. I didn't know we was gonna be as good a defense as we were gonna be. But I did say mm-hmm. that shit, believing that we were gonna be the best team in the NFL, knowing that everybody was gonna say the Patriots. I just believed that we were gonna be the best team in the NFL. 
the thing the thing with the um the thing with the Niners is that and I mean it's weird to say but you know Jimmy G going down forced them to switch their to switch to switch their strategy because what they did was they said okay we can't count on Jimmy G so we need to be able to win yeah. games whether he's there or whether he's there or not because Jimmy G's not having a really he's not having like this extraordinary season he's just no, you're man right. In the ship you're right absolutely now. right. So what they did yeah, was they right. really invested in the defense, and then what they did on offense, they really invested in running backs, getting Tevin Campbell, Matt Breida, uh, Rasheen Mozart is the other is the is the other guy Tevin they were Coleman, expecting. But okay, Tevin Campbell. <laughs> yeah, <my bad. laughs> yeah, but no, but you're good. No, no, no. But here's the thing, no, Alex. Everything you're saying, no, but everything you're saying is, is is right and just. You know what I mean? And really, it's like as far as I'm concerned, like. The 49ers are one of those teams for me. Like, I got two teams like that. You know what I mean? The Yankees and the 49ers. If they do something and it's big, like, I got to believe in it. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if the Yankees do something and it's big, like, I got to believe in it. If the 49ers do something and it's big, I got to believe. If the Knicks do something and it's big, like, we get to discount it. But I got two teams where if they do something and it's big, like, I'm riding all the way. So when you hear my mouth, like, that's where that's coming from. It's a level of confidence. I know, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't get that from too many different, you know what I mean? I don't get that from my main team, but I get it from the 49ers. I get it from the Yankees. And they got, they have good leadership. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also on the front line. Well, I won't say both. Uh, Buckner and the, as the leader there. And then on the back end, you got Richard Sherman back there being a leader as well. And then one of the things that's really key and important is that they're getting Kyle Hushik back and they traded for Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders. Mm-hmm. And they get tired of this nigga, man. I hate Kyle Hushik. Because you, know, you can talk about him, this nigga, yo. No, nah, no, nah, you can hate him, but what I'm saying, like what I said is your team is your team leads the league in Russia. We were right? we wasn't gonna win again until Kyle Kuchis came back. No, he no, told no, me three weeks ago. I, I never, I never said. That. I said your offense will struggle, and they do struggle because Jimmy G hasn't thrown a TD in three games. So yeah. with Kyle mm, Kuchis right. out, with Kyle Kuchis out, your running game was off. You were leading yeah. the league running at 170 yards per clip. You haven't run for 100 yards since he's been out. That's why I was saying what I was saying. Oh, oh, now we won't talk about last game. Like last game, you can't. I'm about to say we was in the rain, well, and then so we only had one game since. Yeah, really the weather, weather. So I can't really. I can't and we really only have one other game getting, since then. They're getting, they're getting um, Hushek back, and they're getting, um, they're getting both tackles back as well, because both tackles went out, were out last game, as well. Man, so that's, forty-nine uh, is about that life, man. Fuck long. Nah, they look good. And like yeah, I said, that's going to expand. It's going to allow Kyle Shanahan to expand the offense because Sanders already knows the offense. He won a Super Bowl in that hmm. offense in Denver, so he knows it. So it's not. It's a match. You know what I'm saying it's a match. It's like somebody man, motherfucker, Lionel Richie. Nah, but before before we do close out, man, we'll shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, man. That motherfucker, five and zero starting for um the Saints and shit. Drew Brees about to be back, yeah. and I mean I'm glad that Teddy Bridgewater got the shine because I remember when the man looked like he was about to you know have a nice little you know little career yeah. or something. Uh, what was was he on the Vikings? Is that where he went down? Yeah, he was a Viking. Yeah, and that man went down. They said, and like all stuff I heard, they said they wasn't just worried about like his career. I think there was something wrong, like it was like life threatening and shit. Also, whatever. And what the man is, yeah, the man fuck is Paul so, Pierce too. So yeah, they always fuck Paul Pierce. It's always fuck yeah. Paul Pierce. Paul. Fuck Paul Pierce. Yeah, but before we get out of here, I just wanted to make a quick mention that um you and I'll get into a more next part. The um 2020 
um, W4s are coming out that everybody's going to have to start filling out. And it's completely different um, from anything that you've ever seen if you've ever filled out a W4. Hopefully you have. But it's completely different. It's set up where you tell the government how much taxes you're going to pay them. It's a weird thing. It's going to be real complicated for people who are just used to putting single four or whatever you used to put. You can't even do that anymore. That doesn't exist. So okay. you're, gonna yeah, literally, you're gonna have to literally calculate the taxes that you're gonna have to start sending the government. And if you calculate incorrect, guess what? You're gonna oh, owe. Oh. But it'll be something that, like I said, I'll actually mention the group chat. I looked into it. Like I had a meeting with the I well the webinar with the IRS when they was going over it. This shit is crazy. It's it's, it's crazy. It's gonna people were really gonna have to educate themselves on this new format if you plan on <laughs> working on the books. But yeah. we'll get into the next part, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is it's, it's real. It's a lot that goes into that. But um, as always, we want to thank you for joining us. And you can always get at us on Better Than You Pod. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Till next week, peace. Lionel Richie, punk ass. There you go. <laughs> Fuck that nigga, B. Nah, I'm smack shit out of that nigga. I see him, guy. I ain't gonna lie. Know what I mean? Bitch ass Lionel Richie. Oh, Fuck Lionel Gucci. Richie. Hey, you on your Gucci nah. shit? Nah. Nigga. I'll smack the Gucci off a of nigga Lionel Richie face. You know what I mean? I yellow ass nigga, man. Out here saying hello to motherfuckers for no reason and shit. That's oh. the, yo, that's the most light-skinned shit you could ever do. He just go off the nigga to say hello. Is it me you're looking for? No, motherfucker. <laughs> I was not looking for you. Why is you in my face saying hello, yo? Like, nigga, he just assumed niggas is looking for him. Lionel Richie is pussy, B. Yo, but before we get, oh, one last thing before we get out, uh, yo, just be on the lookout. Jim Harbaugh is trying to get out of Michigan, so he look, uh, look for him to come back to the NFL. Come home, baby. Come home. Wait, man. You're getting rid of your coach. <laughs>